I have concerns, well, really, I think everybody should sort of have concerns about Hogwarts Legacy, especially with respect to performance. I'm going to walk through a variety of things that are leading me to having concerns about Hogwarts Legacy gameplay performance from release date staggering to some other things that we recently saw with the Hogwarts Legacy PC requirements as well as performance mode. So let me make my case before you jump to any conclusions. I'm going to put all of the information right here at the beginning of the stream. I try to open up the show with a little bit of a monologue. Make sure you're supporting the stream, the shirt I'm wearing, glasses, my coffee, a membership. All of those are ways to support the YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe if you do enjoy this content. I'm going to end the members only stream where we were hanging out continuing to talk about starfield and some other things so let me give you my argument okay first i'm gonna have to walk through the release date situation then we're gonna have to look at pc requirements then we're gonna have to look at the language surrounding performance mode so there's a lot of pieces here i'm not just trying to drill down on one particular thing so let me kind of walk through all the multiple stages here let's just talk about the release date situation I am very concerned this could very much be a cyberpunk-style situation where the game's min specs are going to affect how it runs everywhere else. If you've seen the PC requirements, it's requiring a minimum of 16 gig of RAM, which I think is going to pose a significant problem for the previous generation of consoles as well as the Xbox Series S. Now, if you look at what happened to Cyberpunk, a lot of the bad press centered around the incredibly poor performance that we saw on the previous generation of consoles and with what they did with the staggered release date with Hogwarts Legacy tells me they are running in to problems right you 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 actually have the fact that they've kicked it back by what two two months that's not that much time I don't think to delay the game to actually benefit that much to me that feels more like a PR move you don't want the game to launch and have poor performance on the old consoles in the review outlets, in the technical breakdowns of the game. In my mind, I don't think two months is enough time to really make a big dent if they are having performance problems on the previous generation of consoles, which I think that's a fair conclusion to come to since they're delaying the games only on those consoles. And then the Switch isn't coming until the summer, which that was to be expected. I think more and more games of this level of caliber of size are going to struggle to run on the Switch and are going to have to figure out how to run through the cloud uh, or, or other optimization solutions. Now, the other thing... I want to talk about is the PC requirement. Now, if you know, for comparison, Spider-Man on PC has a recommended, you know, amount of memory as 8 gig. And Hogwarts Legacy has 16 gig. And I, I don't see anything in this game that I would think would require a ton more RAM than Spider-Man, right? So when I'm looking at this and thinking, okay, what on earth did you guys do with this game? Why on earth would it require that much memory? That tells me optimization could be an issue. We've seen a, a recent rash of games that are struggling with optimization when they launch. We saw this with Plague Tale Requiem. We saw this with Gotham Knights. Many people were using Plague Tale Requiem and Gotham Knights to say that they didn't think 60 FPS was going to be a standard this generation. I, there are already people saying that seemingly to sort of preemptively defend Starfield. I don't I don't think that's a legitimate excuse at this point. I think these consoles, the Series X and the PS5 most notably, I think they're plenty strong enough to play games like this and not have them look poorly or run poorly. And again, 
I'm not necessarily seeing anything inside Hogwarts that tells me this is going to be a really, really hard game to run. Now, I will admit the open world's quite a bit bigger and more expansive than I expected, but when I compare this to Spider-Man, oh, well, Spider-Man's an older game. Okay, but I'm not seeing any graphical fidelity in Hogwarts that is far superior to Spider-Man that would require that much more memory on a PC. Now, when you tie the PC minimum requirements and you tie the staggered release date to the phrasing about performance mode, my concerns grow even more. This is the exact quotation. They said the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and S console versions of Hogwarts Legacy support multiple graphical modes to play, the most common of which are Fidelity Mode, which runs at 30 FPS, and Performance Mode, which targets 60 FPS. So you have Fidelity saying, oh, it's going to run at 30 And then you have performance mode, which is targeting 60. Now, many people are going to push back and be like, oh, that's the kind of language they use all of the time. Targeting 60 is normal. It's normal. Well, I am not convinced by this. I'm not compelled by what other games have said because other games haven't staggered their release dates. Other games haven't had a 16 gig minimum memory requirement on their PC versions, okay? And so when I look at this game and think, okay, Yes, there's big, large, wide areas. Yes, there's big, expansive places. That could be the cause for the targeting 60 FPS language, that they're going to struggle to maintain that. The other thing to consider here is that's attached to the Series S. Like, in that sentence, they're talking about the PlayStation 5, the Series X, and the Series S. And we know that the Series S has struggled to maintain 60 FPS with a lot of games recently. They'll give you, like, a dynamic 1080 mode where the resolution's not even staying at 1080, and then it's not even staying at 60 FPS either. You're averaging, you know, 40 or 50. We've seen some of these technical tests. So it's possible... Right, it, it, It's possible that that's why they are including that language because the Series S is included. And I do think this adds fuel to the fire. This adds fuel to the argument that 60 FPS won't be a standard this generation, right? There are people saying that. They're like, oh yeah, it's just going to be too hard to do 60 FPS. But I'm not seeing anything in Hogwarts that's beyond games we've already received that are easily hitting 60 FPS. Like, compare Hogwarts Legacy to Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, or Returnal, or God of War Ragnarok, or Horizon Forbidden West, or Forza Horizon 5. I'm, I'm not seeing anything that would say, oh yeah, this game's well above it's going to be so much harder to hit 60 fps so let's break down some theories as to what's going on because i have my concerns but we don't have anything concrete until the game comes out and we get our hands on it and digital foundry does a breakdown right that's we got to kind of wait until that happens so my first theory is that the game is poorly optimized i actually think this is a pretty compelling theory given everything we've seen this would not be the first game lately to look graphically good but then just struggle with optimization and uh plague tale requiem i think is a wonderful example with this it was a beautiful game but it was optimized very poorly it struggled to get consistent 
you know, frame rates on PlayStation 5, on Series X, even on PC, some of the tech tests just didn't look very consistent. And if you look at that pattern with games and then you look at the staggered release date, I think that adds to concern here that they're struggling to get this to run on old gen and they want to avoid that bad PR. And as I said, part of my this is poorly optimized theory is Spider-Man on PC, min specs of 8 gig. Spider-Man's pretty big, pretty expansive, pretty crazy, pretty awesome. And it's managing to hit 60. And it's not requiring nearly as much RAM, which would say it's probably just a better game with respect to optimization. The other thing to consider is both the minimum and the recommended specs for Hogwarts Legacy is 16 gig. That's always interesting to me. Why would the minimum spec requirements be identical with respect to memory? As the, as the recommended like so does anything change like between the two you didn't optimize this thing to run on weaker systems well why wouldn't you have done that you, you, you can't get this thing to run on weaker PCs but it's apparently going to run on the Xbox One the PlayStation 4 and even the Series S so it's like what on earth is going on now I know Returnal recently got some raised eyebrows at its required or recommended specs of like what like 32 gig or something no 6 I think it was 16 it was 16 uh, I believe or maybe it was higher anyways Returnal did the same thing recently they released PC specs and everybody's eyebrows kind of went up it's like oh my gosh that's a pretty high requirement What what on earth is going on so That's one theory. I find that theory to be pretty compelling, that Hogwarts is going to struggle with optimization, and if that's the case, you're really going to see this most notably on the Xbox Series S, the PlayStation 4, and the Xbox One, being that they're the older systems. Now, the second theory is, these are standard mode descriptions and performance will be fine on PC and current gen. Now, that doesn't say anything about old gen. Like, this theory is just that, listen, it's going to be fine on the Series X. It's going to be fine on the PlayStation 5. You know, it'll probably struggle. Maybe they'll just have to cap the frames to 30 on on, uh, on the Series S. I think we're going to see more and more games do that. We saw that happen with Evil West. They just decided to cap things uh, at 30. But... I think even if we grant that the language about performance modes is common, I still see problems for this game on last gen and the Switch. I also think that the 16 gig min spec requirement could pose a problem for the Series S. I think that's like intrinsically setting that platform up to struggle with just basic optimization and running smoothly. These areas are large, especially once you get out in the world and you're flying around. It's pretty expansive. Not only are the open world areas very expansive, but it does also seem like they tried to build a seamless experience in the actual school itself. And some of the trailers or some of the reveals, they're just walking from room to room to room with no loading screens. Now that could be a vertical slice where they've minimized virtually all loading screens, or it could be a very demanding game the customization options in the room of requirement and all the different things you can do the engine seems to be like pretty capable of doing some good stuff but that doesn't mean it's going to run well on a weaker system this could be one of the first games i think to show the divide more clearly between the series x and the series s this game is right around the corner i'm doing the show on january the 16th so february the 10th i mean that's right around the corner and this could really make that divide very clear to people that the series s is an inferior or weaker i'm not slamming it but it is i i think it's going to start to show itself to be quite a bit weaker than the series x especially when games like this come out that demand so much memory 
This adds even more concern, though, for the previous generation and the Nintendo Switch. Like, how on earth is this game even going to run there? Now, the last theory is the theory that a lot of the fans are probably going to say. A lot of people are going to say, look, man, look, they've shown a ton of gameplay, bro. You got 15 minutes here. You got a game reveal there. You got all these things that they've shown us. Third theory is it's gonna run fine everywhere this is gonna be fine this game's not that demanding it's not gonna be that hard to pull off you know this level of graphical fidelity and performance it'll be totally fine uh these performance specs and this performance mode language is just not that big of a deal i think this is actually for me personally this is the hardest theory to argue for i think it's the hardest theory to argue for the staggered release date and the minimum pc specs point to optimization challenges even the most charitable read of the way they framed this game and the way they've set this game up it's really hard to defend and be like nope it's gonna be totally fine because why are you staggering the release date for old gen that was kind of a surprise it's already been delayed once um even the most favorable read of the situation says they need more time to get the game running on old gen systems well like even if you read this as favorable as possible you still have to admit they're struggling to get this game to run on the older systems which could point to a cyberpunk situation the amount of time they are taking to get this ready for old gen systems it seems incredibly short given what we know about development given what we know about how much focus is likely on the release date and the PlayStation 5 and Series X versions, that, that there's probably way more focus on that, I would think, since that's your real big release date. That's your real big sort of moment to land the game. I'm growing more and more convinced that the staggered release date is a PR game and that it's mainly motivated by we want to get good reviews, we don't want to have bad scores, we don't want to have bad views of our game. I've continued to say that Hogwarts Legacy shows lots of promise. I criticize the PlayStation exclusives, even though I'm going to play it on PlayStation. But I've also said that I feel like this game could be quite a deep RPG that will surprise people. Like its depth and its breadth, I think, will be surprising once people get their hands on it because of the nature of like the, the sim level customization in the room of requirement, the open world, the questing, uh, the replayability. Uh, recently debated, uh, I did a show with my man 30 and Stoke Gaming debating whether or not it should be a live service game, an ongoing game with continued content model. And so I was really in this game's corner and really looking forward to it. And I still am. I really, really am. I, 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 I've got a, uh, somebody sent me uh, the Harry Potter mosaic for the Lego channel. Uh, if you want to check out our Lego channel, it's the Brick Abbey. But we're going to put that over there because we're excited. We're like, oh, it's Harry Potter. It's Hogwarts. This is going to be awesome. And to me, if, if, this is, if this is the way that it launches and this is the way that it gets out the door, I think plenty of people are going to be very disappointed, and rightly so, to wait this long for the title and to have it land with performance problems or to have to wait to get it on old gen and to have it run very poorly. I think people are going to feel that sense of betrayal that they felt with Cyberpunk. So I would love to know what you think. Please leave a comment below. Where do you think this is going to land on the performance issue? Am I way out in left field? Like, are, do you think you're seeing things in this game that are, like, high-fidelity, you know, high-performance needs that, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to struggle to hit to hit 60 FPS? Or do you think maybe we are staring at a, a poorly, poorly optimized game? 
Guys, could we get 100 likes on the video? Strong turnout already, over 300 people here. We got 15 people hanging out over on the talk, smashing the like button. Uh, my bad, open world PvP. Huge mistake without open world PvP. I don't think the game needs PvP. Um, if you're if you're going to successfully launch a game like this, I don't I don't think you need PvP. I I fundamentally disagree with that. Lono, we're two years into the PS5 and the Xbox Series X generation. They really need to start dropping last gen systems so that we don't have to worry about this kind of thing. I I tend to agree with you, right? I I tend I tend to agree with you. Who cares to get a PS5? They easily available now. I'm so happy I got the deluxe edition. Oh no, nobody's mad because of that. Nobody's mad because of that. Not here. This community's not caring about like not getting all ramped up about that. Uh, we're not even discussing that. Why would publishers do that? Why would they throw away money? Well, Mantis, the reason you would throw away money is because of what happened to Cyberpunk. Because of what happened to Cyberpunk. Like, what happened to Cyberpunk is sure they maximized sales, but it hurt their brand, it hurt their game, and it hurt their stock value. They still haven't recovered from the share value drop that they experienced. That that still hasn't happened. By the way, you guys did a killer job during the first stream. We already have 30 members on the day. Every 25, I gift 5. So if that hits 50, I have to do it again. Thanks so much for being here. If you're smashing like and subscribe, I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about Hogwarts Legacy performance? I am worried all signs are pointing to a poorly optimized game. I'm seeing a lot of things that are worrisome about this game uh i think they'll cancel last gen and switch after the game reviews and get sales to be honest i have no idea though i don't think so cliffo do you have any idea how many people have probably pre-ordered this on the older systems i don't know man that's a lot of people to just suddenly be able to not play the game i'm not the least bit worried says wheezy but last gen will probably run like crap I, I can almost guarantee I'd put chips on the table and be like last gen's gonna run like trash and people are gonna be pretty upset more than likely <laughs> that's right that's right Hilly that's right it's just gonna get so bad it's just gonna get worse like the further down you go that's right it's like a mosaic on the switch <laughs> it's like a mosaic on the switch that's phenomenal that is phenomenal. Uh, all you poor people crying about last gen, just get a new gen. Okay. I've decided we don't like you. You're not allowed to hang out here. You're just being unkind to people. Worries about performance on last gen is legitimate. Like, if they're constantly trying to make sure old games are optimized to run on old gen, it could hamper development. That's actually probably somebody voicing the concern who owns a new gen console. Yeah, there's my there's my uh, my Harry Potter mosaic. That's going to show up on uh, on the Brick Abbey our Lego channel. This is how I look at it. Sony Studios are locked in on getting their games optimized for PlayStation. I feel like that if Sony's handholding uh I feel like that is Sony handholding with the hardware. I'm not sure what you're trying to say. Mr. Sweden hit a month as a member. Welcome in. I fully expect last gen to run like butts as Wheezy. That's not a doubt in my mind, but I expect this gen to run fine. Well, then make a prediction, Weez. What do you think is going to happen with the PR and the reviews? Right? You got it for PS5. I'm not concerned at all. Me and you, Bellix. I know. If it was co-op, if it was co-op, I'd be trying to throw down with everybody on day one. Like, let's go. Let's go play and let's go kill some stuff. But I, 
makes a prediction. Yeah, with the PR. What's going to happen if this if this game comes out two months later and it runs like dog water on the old systems? Like, is it going to be cyberpunk level? Like, give me a refund. This had no business being on this system. I mean, here's a great... This is actually a really, really great sequence to showcase... There actually are quite a bit of particle effects going on here that I think are going to be a challenge for old gen. Like, look at all of the stuff, the explosions and the pieces flying around, the sparks and the rock pieces. I mean, I don't know, man. That, that, that's, that's a tall order. That's a tall order for old gen systems. Just chilling, waiting on my game now. Same to a degree. I suspect they will only give PS5 or Xbox X and PC copies for review. Well, that's what I mean, Hilly. The, the old gen systems are launching like two months later. It, 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 is it going to be an afterthought? Is it even going to hit headlines? Like, I'm sure it will. I think that they are working on a last generation Switch dedicated version, unlike Cyberpunk, which tried to scale. The PS4 version will have dramatically less geometry. This is why I want a high end game. You need a high-end console system. Right, I have a PS5, and that's where I'm going to be playing Hogwarts Legacy. I'm not going to be playing on an old-gen system. I'm just thinking PR-wise. Like, what are people going to say? By staggering the release, the hatred will be less, says Wheeze. It'll be an afterthought. I expect a humongous amount of details minimum, says Bellix. They will probably have to tone down all those particle effects. Oh, for sure. I'm hoping it runs well, says Criff. Still still won't pre-order, though. Gotta see how the day one reviews hit. Why are people talking crap about a game that's not out yet? It's just you want negative stuff. No, I'm not talking crap about it at all. I'm talking about performance concerns. I think it's concerning that they delayed the old-gen consoles by two months. I think it's concerning that the minimum PC specs are saying you need a minimum of 16 gig of RAM. That's a lot of, that's a lot of RAM. That points to a potentially poorly optimized game. And the, their language about performance mode. Like, their language about performance mode. Oh, it's going to hit 30. It's going to run at 30 FPS on fidelity, but performance mode's going to target 60. Right? Like, what are you talking about? Like, does that mean I'm not even going to get 60 on my PS5? Like, that'll be disappointing. I think it's concerning that this is what you are worried about. Video games are supposed to be fun, not to be bashed all over. To be quite honest, I don't really care what you think. I run a talk show every day talking about concerns about games, analyzing them, breaking them down, and reviewing them. If you just want to be some doe-eyed dum-dum who plays games just for fun, go frick somewhere else. Like, I have dialogue about games. I don't open my mouth and swallow everything the gaming world spits out hook, line, and sinker just because I'm quote-unquote supposed to have fun and you want to be thoughtless do that somewhere else that's not what i'm about i'd much and i'm not bashing it either like how insecure could you be that if somebody expresses concern about a game they're bashing it like what are you like seven years old are you a child like it's it's completely fair to be like look man i was pumped about this game i've been promoting my excitement and talking about i can't wait to dive in i think hogwarts legacy i've been one of the few people saying i think it's going to be an expansive rpg then i started looking at all this and i'm like okay so you staggered the release of old gen you're requiring 16 gig on a pc and your performance mode is targeting 60 right all of those are red flags if the game runs like crap on a certain console people should know so they don't waste money that is well that is well if it's gonna run bad on the old systems then you should know that as the consumer like what am i doing wrong as a content creator be like hey man this game might run like trash 
on the old systems and you should know that don't you think people were glad people did that with cyberpunk you rube where they're like oh no it's totally fine games are just supposed to be fun but people booted up cyberpunk and reviewed it and were like stay away this thing runs so bad on old systems so bad that sony removed it from their their freaking marketplace if it turns out bad to require refunds and investigation will start in all upcoming games of old and next-gen game systems, look at Cyberpunk. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's totally good to tell people. Like, look, uh, I'd be on guard, man. I don't know about pre-ordering this game now, bro. I'd be waiting for some reviews, especially if you're on the older systems. Uh, I follow Harry Potter on all the years and all the movies. Uh, our age was following uh, equals to just take a walk into the castle be mind-blowing yes there'll be fails but also love game quality determines how fun it'll be right right jake like of course listen of course game quality is not the only thing that matters but if a game runs real real bad how are you supposed to have fun if it's running really really bad You buy a PS5 and buy Hogwarts and if it runs poorly and can't hit 60 FPS that affects my enjoyment I didn't buy a PS5 to play old gen spec games I don't know what you bought it for it's not pretty I bought it so it could play games well I just want to run shaders on Minecraft without my PC setting fire (laughs) that's good that's good they said targeting 30 and 60 because that's how you have to label it. That's not what they said about Fidelity, Wheezy. They didn't say targeting 30. They said runs at 30. And then for performance, they said targeting 60. I'm not compelled by that argument at all. I'm not. I'm not. I couldn't find... Can you find me official press briefings on other games that use the same language? I couldn't find... I, what I was trying to find, Wheeze, I was like... What's the phrasing they use for Ratchet? I want official phrasing for Ratchet and Clank from Insomniac. That's what I want. I don't want some blog. I don't want some YouTuber. What does Insomniac officially state about their modes for Ratchet and Clank? Okay, we got God of War. That'll that'll suffice. That'll suffice. Okay, we got Unlocked 30... 30 FPS target, 30 FPS target. Then we got PS5, we got 30 FPS target, 40 FPS target, 60 FPS target. Yeah, here's where they break from that, Wheezy. Here's where they break from that. They don't say that they're targeting 30 FPS. They say the fidelity mode runs at 30 FPS. That's why my alarm bell went. I was like, wait, 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 wait. If they both said targeted, I'd be like, okay, it's just garden variety, press speak. It's just copy pasta. Every, everybody, everybody always says this, but they said that no, fidelity is going to run at 30 and performance is targeting 60. Now, again, I'm willing to concede that that's possibly because the series S is included in that sentence. And I don't think you're going to get a solid 60 frames per second on the series S in this game. Like, I don't think so. I, like, look at this game. I don't think you're going to get a solid 60 on, th- on on the Series S. I don't think so. I think you're going to get a 30. They might not even be I don't, targeting 60. It'll probably be in the 30s and 40s most of the time anyway on that on that system. I'm basing that off of recent tech analysis of games that run on the Series S, by the way. That's not Series S hate. Fidelity does not use VRRR, says Justin Time. 
oh, so they don't need to say it because it's not using a variable refresh rate where the frame rate will go up and down. If you're just tuning in, I have concerns about Hogwarts Legacy performance because they're staggering the release of old gen. I'm worried that means old gen's going to run really poorly. PC min specs, I think, are concerning. They're, the minimum required specs for Hogwarts Legacy are 16 gig of RAM. That's an awful lot of RAM for 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 this game. I'm not I'm not seeing a game that's exceeding the current generation of console graphical fidelity. So why on earth would you need that much memory? You know, I, I'm not seeing it. And then the third is their language about performance mode. Even if the language about performance mode is the weakest part of my argument, everything tied together, I think comes together with a nice bow of I'm worried about this game's optimization. Hey, thank you for the Rose Knight Fury and the big love. I appreciate the support over here. Appreciate it very, very much. Consider pressing the star button over here on the talk and becoming one of my subscribers. This is the most consistent viewership I've ever had over here. It's a daily talk show. I'm also streaming on YouTube at Reforge Gaming. Everybody on YouTube, over 400 viewers. Let's set our sights on 200 likes. That helps the video find more people. I am safe for work, so a lot of people follow me and they watch me daily like a background sort of radio show podcast for their day. I appreciate you guys being here. We are discussing Hogwarts Legacy performance concerns that I have. What I feel like he actually has abs. Oh, you guys are analyzing on whether or not I'm 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 in shape and I'm ripped. Um I'm in better shape than I used to be. I lost about 20 pounds. Uh so I've I've slimmed down, but I've not bulked up. So I don't have time. I don't have time for the the weights and the gym and any of that. So I'm in better shape than I used to be, but I'm certainly not I'm certainly not what you would describe as like athletic or muscular. <laughs> there was a time, there was a time where I was a little bit more athletic, but uh I am I'm too busy. I just I wish I had time, I wish I had time for it. I found those 20 pounds. Yeah, Zubair found them. Uh I still believe these consoles this gen should have targeted 144060, 18060. These systems just weren't ready for 4K. Listen, I 100% agree with you, Vic Gaming. I got a lot of pushback when I said that I felt like this console generation, we were going to see 1440-60 be the more common result. That you weren't going to see 4K-60. I just don't think we're going to see 4K-60 all that often. Even when you get a dynamic 4K game, it's dynamic 4K-30. So, fine, get your dynamic 4K-30 mode, but let me have 1440-60. I I don't need all of that. I just want the game to look good and run smooth. And if it looks good but doesn't run smooth, then I don't care. I don't want to play a game like that. I just don't. What are your thoughts on High on Life? Do you think it's worth $60? I didn't play it to completion, so I can't comment on the value transmission to the consumer as to whether or not it was worth $60. I enjoyed it, right? I, I thought it was funny. I thought it handled well as a shooter. Their day one patch got rid of a stuttering issue that apparently was happening. So I gave it a soft recommendation with the caveat of like, it's it's super not safe for work. Like, you, you know, it's got a lot of tons of foul language in it. As well as if you watch the one television, I guess there might be some nudity as well. You make time uh, for what you want to make time for? Well, yes and no. I, it, I would love to read a book a week. I would love to do that. I simply don't have time. (laughs) I would love to start up three other YouTube channels and write two different book ideas that I have. I I don't have time. (laughs) I don't have time. I have to bump those to later, later seasons of life. 
I'm saying trust me based on experience over years and pure judgment. Of course, I can't give factual evidence since both games aren't out yet. The best I can do is predict. What are, what's your position, Spidey? You think the game's going to be fine? Weigh in, chat. Like, where do you think Hogwarts Legacy performance is going to land? Like, at the very least, I think people are ready to admit that this thing's probably not going to run very well on the old gen systems. Yeah, there you go, Wheezy. I play for fun. <laughs> you got a personality that meshes well. I don't know what that is. Uh, Lono, in regards to the RAM, I think it's 100% fair. RAM requirements will continue to increase for games. There is more than just fidelity that dips into your RAM pool. That doesn't surprise me in the least. In three odd years, minimum RAM specs will probably be 16 gig at the baseline. Okay, but Wheezy, what's that do to... What's that do to consoles? Console performance. The greens? Oh, I miss it. I used to. Long time ago. Not anymore. Somebody... Yeah. It's a long story. <laughs> if someone hands you a vape pen and doesn't tell you what's in it, then then don't do it. <laughs> I don't do any of that anymore. It's going to be on the Switch? It's going to be on the Switch. The Switch has an even later release time. The Switch is in the summer. Yeah. The Switch is June... I want to say June 25th. I want to say June 25th. So, yeah. I'm concerned about that as well. Kind of curious and might buy a Steam Deck. Steam Deck's good for certain life situations. I don't necessarily know if everybody wants one, but they are. They're praised by the people that get them and use them. I wouldn't waste money on it for the Switch. It'd probably be cloud. It'll probably be cloud-based. What does that do to console performances, Wheezy? Like, right now or in the future? Right now, nothing. Things will just get turned down for the console version. But what could they... Wheezy, what could they possibly be doing in this game on PC that needs to be turned down? You go to college? I have a bachelor's and a master's, but not in degrees that would interest you. Um, (laughs) I don't use them. If that's what you're thinking. What, like... What's in this what's in this game that they're going to turn off? Like maybe lighting? I, that I, I, that would be my assumption that they're doing something with the lighting and the textures maybe that like oh yeah, we got to turn all that off for console. You're going to have to turn all that off for Series S, right? You're going to have to turn that off for the Series S because you know, Series S is 8 gig of RAM. You didn't learn about magnets in school if you're curious. <laughs> Yo, Masked Thor is going to take our member count to 31. If that member count hits 50, I have to gift another 5. We've already hit 25. Every 25 I have to gift. We'd love to see two more people do that over here. Hit that star. It supports me. It helps me continue to stream in both places. We need to get that 10 number over here. That's our first goal over here on the talk. The lighting, the particle effects, ETC, fidelity isn't just the only thing that affects performance. Objects loading, fog consolidation, uh, more that I can go into. I mean, at the very least, Wheeze, they're going to have to re- they're going to have to shrink down that draw distance, or it's going to run like just I don't even know how it's going to run on the old gen. Old gen, they'll have to turn the draw distance way, way down. You're going to have like crazy pop in, I would think. Beyond that, like what you're ter- you're talking about, like lighting and particle effects for sure. I just the thing that's weird, Wheeze, I don't see anything in the game that looks like, oh, they're going to have to turn that down on the PlayStation 5. Oh, they're going to have to turn that down on the Series X, right? 
that's the that's the concern and thought is if it's poorly optimized right it's it's just it's we're gonna get another game that just doesn't run that well this is from intel how much ram do i need from gaming if you plan to do more than just gaming consider 32 so they're recommending 16 now four gig is getting roughly under 60 on a lot of games eight gig can get you roughly 60 and up so the line what you're saying is is the line's moving the line on memory requirements is moving it depends i don't think a system needs to be as optimized as long as the game is made for the system it's completely optimized well that's the challenge with hogwarts legacy is it's made for everywhere it's made for pc it's made for playstation 5 series x series s it's made for old gen right they show the shortcuts developers take if you look at digital foundry videos did the game get delayed again no no but hogwarts legacy release date is peculiar and staggered if you're playing it on the playstation 5 or the series x or the series s you'll be able to play it in like 20 something days it comes out on february the 10th if you're trying to play it on the old gen systems the playstation 4 or the xbox one you're gonna have to wait two more months it's like uh, April, I don't know the exact date, it's April something. And then if you want to play it on the Nintendo Switch, you're going to have to wait until June. June 25th, I believe. I've had great looking games on my Series S. I'm sure you've had great looking games on your Series S, but if you look at any of the technical breakdowns, performance of the Series S is significantly behind the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. So you can have a great time, and if you don't notice it, man, more more power to you. Like, seriously, more power to you. But look at all the tech breakdowns. The Series S is already struggling to maintain any graphical parity with its with its with its twin brother, the Series X, or its older brother. You know, any confirmation of linking Pottermore? You don't link it to Pottermore, you link it to what's the website, guys? Is it Wizarding World? I believe it's Wizarding World where you can link up. You can get sorted your wand and your Patronus and you can link it with your WB account and then you'll be pre-sorted and all that when the game comes out. Uh, Wheezy says, a lot of games that are releasing now are just honestly raising the floor. There was a point in a time where 2-4 to four gigs of RAM was seen as excessive. I think we're just seeing the gradual floor raising. We essentially had a window for 2-3 to three years of basically no next-gen or whatever games, and we haven't seen requirements shift much now. The farther away we have from the sicky lockdowns, the more we get the games to push, push, push against the envelope of the gaming floor. Which is part of my argumentation that that's the rebranded Pottermore? Oh, no, no, yeah, there you go. Then, yeah, that's what you would use. That's what you would use. I already got sorted. I'm I'm Slytherin. I got a terrible Patronus and a wand. I don't, I, I don't know enough to care about the wands, but I was excited to be in Slytherin because somebody, rec- somebody said they thought that's where I would land. If you're just tuning in over here on YouTube or over here on the talk, we're getting great viewership in both places. This is a daily talk show, and we're talking about Hogwarts Legacy performance concerns. I'd love to hear from you. Make sure you're following me. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're smashing the like button. That helps more people find the video. Thank you guys so much for the turnout. Uh, we are daily discussing things like this. We already did a talk show about Starfield, so it's a great reason to follow and be involved so you don't miss out on all the shows. You got a bird, just say it. Yeah, I got a freaking swan, a white swan. It might as well be a goose. 
for those that don't know, I'm, I'm not a fan of geese. I don't like them. I think they're obnoxious and punchable. I first had a Series S and was playing State of Decay 2, and it didn't run that smooth. I took it back and got a Series X, and it was way smoother. And that game is super old, says Dave. Listen, if you pick up on performance issues, then yeah, I I think you're going to lean towards the Series X, right? You're just going to. That's not a slam. I don't like it. If if you're fine with like 1080, if you're fine with 1080 dynamic, like the resolution of the game not staying at, at, at at a high resolution, like I think like 1440 for me is the floor. Like if you go below that, you're not really next gen. 1080 is not a next-gen performance metric at all. That's super old. But if you're if you're fine with that, you're like, yeah, 1080 is fine, and not really consistently hitting 60 frames per second is also fine. If those things are fine to you, then nothing I'm saying is going to convince you otherwise. Because we're talking about, like, the subjective reception of information in your brain and your eyeballs like I can't change what you see you know what I'm saying so like I'm not trying to convince anybody that the Series S is bad I'm just like I think it poses a problem I just think it poses a problem because if you look at its consistent performance right now we're only two years in and it consistently struggles to give out what I would consider to be very mediocre performance of games like 1080 dynamic 1080 dynamic on the resolution. Dynamic means it doesn't even maintain 1080. It dips below it. Like, I I don't know. I, it's it doesn't to me it doesn't to me convey a lot of confidence in in future games running well. And and what we're dealing right now with Hogwarts Legacy is the Hogwarts Legacy release date is staggered for old gen. Eventually, old gen's going to get left behind. And then what's the bottom line performance, right? The bottom line performance is the Series S. Think about that for for just a second. Everybody's like super, super against cross-gen support. The minute we move away from cross-gen support, what's the bottom line? What's the minimum performance threshold that that games are going to have to optimize for? It's it's it certainly isn't it certainly isn't the old gen. Old gen's gonna get left behind. From YouTube to the clock. Thank you for coming over here, Andrew. I have the S and I've decided to move to PC this year. PlayStation and Xbox are done for me. Hey, a lot of people prefer PC gaming. I don't. I have I have a really good gaming rig. I have a um I have a Series X, I have a PlayStation five, and I have a Nintendo Switch, and I just prefer to not be on a PC, you know? I wish they would leave old gen behind. It's been so long already. It's coming. It's coming. This will probably be one of the last years of big name titles landing on both. This will be one of the last years. And I wouldn't be surprised if Hogwarts Legacy is a giant cautionary tale about why we need to leave it behind. Because Hogwarts Legacy is probably going to get taken to the cleaners for how poorly it runs on old gen. That's my prediction. The Spider-Man's the first one. The second one's Resident Evil Village. And the third one is The Witcher, Witcher 3. What 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 do you want me to see? Their 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 min and recommend is six and eight gig, eighteen and sixteen, and then eight and sixteen. Right. So the floor and the minimum are both slightly staggering up from where they used to be. PC is the lowest floor, but even the but the floor on PC is moving, Mo. That's the issue. Like think about think about this with me, Mo. 
if PC is the lowest floor, then Hogwarts Legacy is a problem. Because PC minimum requirements for Hogwarts Legacy is 16 gig of RAM. That's twice the RAM that's in the Series S. So that can't be true. PC can't be the lowest floor if its minimum requirements are higher than that of the S. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then Returnal is a 16 gig recommend with a 32. I'm sorry, 16 gig minimum with a 32 recommend. That's freaking beefy. That is beefy. Hogwarts Legacy changed the wording on the graphics performance. Now it says they're targeting 30 on fidelity and targeting 60. Are you serious? Did they update it? Hang on. I had the I had the website saved in here. Uh, here we go. Port key games support. Let me take a peek here. Let me take a peek. Oh, you're right. Wheezy. Were, were they what? It was updated an hour ago. They changed the language. They literally changed the language. Wheeze. Now it's now it's in line with what you showed me earlier, Wheezy. Isn't that crazy? An hour ago they updated it. We went live 43 minutes ago, so it wasn't us. It wasn't us. It was a typo. <laughs> a typo. <laughs> uh, let me zoom way in on this. Okay, hang on a second. Hang on, hang on. Uh, let me go here. Hang on, hang on. I gotta go like that. There we go. Okay, so this is the official WB game support. You can see updated one hour ago, and fidelity mode targets 30 FPS. This originally said fidelity mode runs at 30 FPS, and the reason I got snagged on it was then it said performance mode targets 60 FPS, right? Is Harry Potter in the chat? I don't know. Are they here? Maybe they're here. I doubt it. So they, they've they changed it. Now both say targets. Now they both say that's what they targets, which means the fidelity mode might not even run at 30. It might fall below it. It might dip below it. They both are targeting it, which again, Wheezy showed the point with God of War's marketing. God of War used the same language, right? If you're going to make an open world game, at least make the movements and such that is used to get around satisfactory. It drastically improves game quality. I would agree with that. I think movement, especially in a game where you can see your character, is very, very important. You need the character to look cool. Guys, we have 450 people here on YouTube. Can we get 30 more likes? And I want to hear from you. If you've never subscribed to this channel before, hit subscribe, right? Hit subscribe. That way, you can get in here and join the conversation. That way you can be a part of what we're doing. Uh, you can't talk in my chat unless you're a subscriber on, on YouTube just because it helps kind of keep uh, the bots out. It helps keep the the bots out and the spammers. And uh, I have a short. We're going to go ahead and push live. I forgot about this. Let me make sure I have Chrome muted so I don't blast your guys' eardrums out with the short. And thank you guys so much for being here. We are discussing whether or not this game is going to run well on old gen, whether or not performance mode is going to run well. Uh, We're just thinking through Hogwarts Legacy, basically the quality of its performance. Where is it going to land? Uh, How well is it going to go? I think a lot of people are looking forward to this title. I think a lot of people were disappointed when they staggered the release date of old gen. That was a bit of a shock. That kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, I don't think anybody was surprised about the Nintendo Switch release date. The Nintendo Switch release date was certainly 
um, something that nobody was expecting. The ceiling will eventually shift to the new floor, says Wheezy. That's 16 gig for 720-30 FPS on PC low settings. Wait, that's what they say for Hogwarts? They say that 16 gig minimum requirement's gonna get you 720-30? Are you serious, Hilly? Can you show me that? Can I, can I get is it can I get like a verifiable screenshot we can show stream is that true? They can't guarantee because of legal reasons. What job you got? This is my job. I'm a full-time content creator. You're you're not going to be able to tell that by watching me on the talk. We don't primarily do much on the talk. We uh, primarily do everything on YouTube. We primarily do everything on YouTube. We have a very, uh, a very, very solid and growing YouTube channel, nearing twenty-five thousand subs. We got a ton of paying members. You can join us over there if you want to be a part of what we do. Get in our Discord. Okay, hang on a second. Let me see if I can. I zoom way in on this. Okay. All right. Let's add more. Let's add more credence to my argument. Minimum low specs right here. So sixteen gig of RAM, and this is for. 720 30 fps low quality i'm wheezy tell me this is not a poorly optimized game come on like you you you've got to be on my side now right everybody's got to be on my side 16 gig of ram so that i can get 720p 30 low quality what what are you even saying? 85 gig of RAM? No, 85 gig storage. Look at the GPU, CPU. Intel Core 6600, AMD Ryzen 5, GeForce 960, Radeon Force. Okay. Okay. No, that's fair. That's fair, Wheeze. But let's look over here. Here's a 1080. To do 108060, a 1080 Ti card to do 108060 high quality. I'm surprised that they got 72030 on that. That's even more impressive. Okay, wait, wait. Then compel me and convince me here, right? Yeah, we're getting Hogwarts. We're talking about uh, whether or not performance is going to be optimized or not. So convince me here, Weez. Are you telling me that this 72030, because of these cards listed here, that is this proof that the game is optimized well what about over here we got a nvidia 1080 to run 1080 resolution 60 frames per second in high quality settings is does that does that sound let me get on the other side let me get out of the way does that seem does this seem like a well optimized game absolutely okay let's come down here ultra specs so if you want 144060 with ultra quality 32 gig. Now this to me points to the performance modes on the PS5 and the Series X. I mean, look at this card. This is a 2080 Ti. Right? So does this mean we're not going to be able to get this? I guess it won't be ultra quality. I I wonder can we get 144060 high settings on PS5? Series X, and then Ultra 4K, they're uh, 21.60.60 high quality. They're recommending a 30.90. 9.64 gigs in Radeon, absolutely yes, Lono, and absolutely max settings. You need a beefy rig. Well, yeah, I, I understand if you want absolute max 4K settings, you would need a pretty beefy rig. 
graphics look pretty intensive sounds mid for optimization but a 1080 over last gen consoles a 1080 blows a ps4 pro and an xbox out of the water hey we hit 2000 likes over here thank you so much core style wait core style did you become a member today over here or previously no we still only have eight eight uh, eight subscribers on the talk we still only have eight subscribers I can nitpick the things that I think should be better, but to be honest, I'd rather just enjoy it for what it is. Well, I'm not necessarily nitpicking. It was last week. Okay, I was just making sure. Sometimes it doesn't alert me. Imagine if I drop eight at likes. Huh? I'm worried for this game now. 4K30 on console might not be possible. I can't imagine a world where Hogwarts Legacy on Switch is playable. I mean, what are they going to do with that game to make it run on Switch? They'll probably have to run it on the cloud. Yeah, two more subs to hit the goal. Shadows, textures, particle effects, ETC turned to ultra. That's extremely well optimized. Okay, so my 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 PC aficionados that are smarter than me, they're telling me that this points to it being well optimized. I still have concerns. <laughs> I trust y'all. I trust y'all's judgment. You're telling me that this right here, if this is true and we're going to get these we're going to get this performance, we're going to get this performance out of this hardware that it's well optimized. I don't want to come over to feeling peace about it yet because there's just something in my gut that tells me that we're we're going to encounter problems with this game. That's just that's just my gut. The staggered release, the, the the language, the language on their website getting edited about fidelity and performance modes. I hope, I absolutely hope you're right, Weez. I absolutely hope that these min low recommended high ultra specs. I hope all of this is an indication to a well optimized game. I really, really do. I am curious though, if Weezy, based on what we're seeing here. Do you think this game will be another clear dividing line between the Series X and the S, right? Given given that we've we've got evidence here, you need a pretty strong rig just to get 144060. Now they have it at ultra quality, so I would love to see I mean 18060 on a 1080. I want something in between that. Absolutely says Wheezy. I'd assume it's well optimized for PC, but console will still have wonky settings for anything over 1080-60, says Kel Swiss. Will direct storage help with the RAM requirements? I, yeah, I don't know. 1080-60 would be so easy. Yeah, but is anybody going to want to be playing 1080-60 on their next-gen console? Weezy says, reminder, these are recommended with all the sliders turned to high and ultra. Right. And if they turn all that way down or turn all that off, hey, this is the most viewership I've ever had over here on the talk. We usually hit high and then we drop way down. If you're enjoying the talk show over here, make sure and hit follow. We do daily talk show discussions. I did a talk show earlier about Starfield. I'm also streaming on YouTube under Reforge Gaming. Thanks so much for watching here. You can become a follower, a supporter, paying member, all those things. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We have sponsors, we have our own coffee, so feel free to ask about any of that. The game will be full of bugs and glitches, but they'll be able to blame it on the wizard shenanigans. I don't think so. I don't think that's something that they would do, blaming bugs on wizard shenanigans. 
like no one game with everything maxed out because that's just stupid you turn this and that down well for sure for sure nobody's just turning everything to max I just I don't know I'm glad to hear that according to the PC guys the spec recommendations look look well optimized right like they look well optimized so if that's the case then I hope that lends itself well to the PlayStation 5 and the Series X like I just want it to look really good and run at 60 FPS that's all I really really want right that's subjective. Uh, what's trash to you does not take away enjoyment of others. Well, but that's the whole point, isn't it, Olson? Like, isn't that the entire point? That if I really need it to run well, that I'm going to have my experience hindered and harmed if it doesn't run well. Don't you see? Like, yeah, sure. Somebody might be like, I don't care about those things. And they just sort of brush it off. Somebody else might be like, no, bro, that's super important to me. I can't play that game now. Like, I couldn't play Gotham Knights. I couldn't play Plague Tale Requiem because they ran so poorly. It ruined the enjoyment of the game for me. Now, there were other reasons to dislike Gotham Knights. Plague Tale Requiem could have been redeemed by a performance mode. I thought Plague Tale was beautiful with great voice acting and story, but it was so jittery. It was disruptive. It was immersion breaking. Big Gaming says, I'm not surprised at all about the required specs. This is a regular thing with Warner Brothers video games. It should be around 1440-60 on the PS5 and the X as assumed Parasite. I really hope that that's true. I do. This game looks awesome. I agree. I've been super excited about Hogwarts. And then I saw the spec requirements. I was like, what? Like, that's a lot of memory. And then I saw the language about performance mode. And I was like, what? I was like, you're only targeting 60? But you're going to run at 30 on fidelity? Like, you can't even promise me 60 on, on performance? Like, I didn't I didn't see anything in Hogwarts that looked that demanding. For reference, Lono, the 1080 Ti came out, uh, like, March six years ago. You can still push a 1080p everything high on a six-year-old card. The i7-8700 came out in the 2018. Same thing, another five-year-old car, and you're pushing that. The game seems, from what I can see, to be very well optimized. So... Again, the more my, my, my guys in the community that are way more educated on PC stuff, they're telling me that it's well-optimized, Lono. You don't need to be worried about that. It's well-optimized from what we can tell. Boy, I hope you're right, because I want to play this game and enjoy it. <laughs> I'm so worried, Wheezy. Like, right? Like, you guys got to understand why I'm gun-shy, right? Like, we were watching Gotham Knights for a while. Like, this game is going to be dope. And then the closer we got to Gotham Knights, I'm like, what the frick did they do to this game? It looks like it's running super bad. And then Plague Tale Requiem. I love the first Plague Tale. New Plague Tale comes out. I'm like, oh, I'm excited to play this. And then it runs really bad. And then I started looking at Hogwarts. And I'm like, man, y'all staggered the release. You don't have strong language about your performance mode. And your, your min spec requirements seem like really high on RAM. Oh, my word. Like, like oh, golly. If they were saying 1080p on a 2080 or an i7 uh, 10700, I would legitimately be worried. What's Porky Stu- uh, Studios' history? What other games have they made? I'm not sure. Whoever said 
that is right about the GTX 1080 says Omar I didn't upgrade until late last year and the card is super solid if this game has problems from the start it'll be that's not a nice word uh, game game that doesn't function as intended is a bad game you can still enjoy it but I don't know how I'm in agree I'm in agreement with you I'm in agreement with you Jake I'm in agreement with you 100% 100% like if, if a game doesn't run as it's intended I, I can't enjoy it good bully for you if you can like seriously good for you if you can enjoy a game running below what it's supposed to do man that's awesome for you but I, I can't do it I I literally had to stop playing Playtale Requiem I was so disappointed in how poorly it ran for reference, says Wheezy, if the last-gen consoles perform like crap, I would not be surprised. I think they can probably turn down enough knobs to get it on last-gen consoles, but we shall see. Right? Like, think about it like this. If if it's running just fine and it's well-optimized and it's running just fine on old-gen consoles, why would they push those back? That's going to affect your sales numbers. Right? Having a staggered release date cannot be ideal for your sales numbers. There had to be a very, very compelling reason to delay this game on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Think about how there's like 120 million PlayStation 4s in circulation. Right? That's... so. There had to be some pretty serious issues with this game on old gen for them to delay the release on... If you really think about it, the PlayStation 4 is one of the best-selling consoles in the last 10 years, only outdone by the Nintendo Switch. So not being able to have Hogwarts Legacy on the PlayStation 4 day one, there had to be good reason. And truth be told, the Xbox One and the Xbox One X, they did fine. They didn't do poorly. They had some good rebound years there where they, they got some good market saturation. That's a lot of people that can't buy the game at le- at release. To be honest, the Switch is trash. I like it, but at the same time, I don't like it. Like, I like it for the first party Nintendo titles that I get to play, but I can't stand the performance of the Nintendo Switch. It drives me nuts. I bought a Lego Marvel game for my kids on there. We played it for like a day, and I'm like, why did I buy this here? It was on sale, but like, it ran so bad. It was a Lego game, for crying out loud, and it ran bad. Horrible load times. It was, it was, it was super bad. Uh, any, anybody in Ma, anybody in the Discord, keep an eye on general chat. Yeah, keep an eye, keep an eye on that guy. That avatar is telling. Particle effects probably are a huge part of this game, and on old consoles, it most likely can't handle it. I would hope they would just turn them off on the old-gen consoles. What's up, Lona? What's up, Chad? What's good, Apollyon? What's the issues with performance? Okay, so... My position hasn't really changed, but my position is more informed. So my concern level has subsided a little bit, but it's still there, Okay. My concern level was a little bit higher at the beginning of the stream, but I have very educated PC guys that are telling me Hogwarts Legacy on the surface, if you look at all of this here, the minimum to ultra specs, if you look at this, it's it's on the surface looking like a very well-optimized game, okay? I initially was concerned when I saw minimum to low specs requiring 16 gig of RAM. I was like, that seems really high. That seems like it's going to be a problem for the Series S. That's going to be a problem for the old-gen consoles. Is this thing poorly optimized? Okay. Now, keep in, keep in, keep in mind, 
um we we were looking at more than just that we were looking at we were looking at the staggered release date that happened very suddenly and we were looking at the fact that the performance mode language didn't bode a lot of confidence now I know people are like well Lono that's just how they word it you know targeting 60 FPS that's just how they word it and I was like yeah but I don't know when you add all these other things up together I don't know now my concern has gone down a little bit because the PC guys are like I don't know bro these specs looks like it's well optimized to me right it looks like it's well optimized to me but that doesn't mean it's going to be well optimized on console right like it doesn't mean it's going to be well optimized on console a well optimized PC game doesn't always look well optimized on console and they clearly were having some kind of a problem with the old gen systems so my concern is still there and I think it's largely because I just don't want the I don't want the chair getting kicked out from underneath of me with another game that I'm looking forward to because like listen Let's consider last gen for a second and let's consider what happened with with Gotham Knights, right? Like Gotham Knights dropped old gen because they couldn't get it to run back there and look how bad it ran. Hogwarts is like, well, we're not going to drop old gen, but we're going to stagger the release. I'll give this to last gen. It might be crap, but I think they might get it to run. Maybe not. Maybe good. Maybe crap. Almost like a 50-50 shot. Hey, Zubair, are you here? One of my kids said something cute, and it's in the Discord, but I'll read it if you're in the YouTube chat. I'll just read it for you. It's cute. Lono, WB has published two 30FPS Batman games. MK and Injustice ran pretty bad on PC. All those games are tied to WB. Yeah, but what about, um, what about Portkey? What games have Portkey made? Let's look that up. Right? Portkey... Studios, like what's their? Uh, oh, and it's Port Key Games. Here we go. Uh, da, da. Their parent company is Warner Brothers. It looks like all Port Key has done is Hogwarts or Harry Potter stuff. They've done four. They've done four mobile games. They did uh, Harry Potter and the Hogwarts Mystery, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, Harry Potter Puzzles and Spells, Harry Potter Magic Awakened. So it looks like they've they weren't the developers. Avalanche Software is the developer actually of Hogwarts Legacy. Portkey is not the developer. Avalanche is. According to this wiki, is that right? I don't understand. Portkey Games is a video game label owned by Warner Brothers, founded in 2017. I'm confused. Is Portkey not a developer? They did Mad Max. All right, hang on a second. I'm on the Hogwarts official site. Let's 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 go here. Hang on. Where is? Uh, let's go. Let's go to the Hogwarts Legacy website. Who's the developer of this game? I thought Denuvo was the real issue on performance. I mean, Denuvo can cause performance issues for sure. No, Avalanche Studios is credited on their website. Yeah, it's Avalanche. So Portkey's not even the developer. 
Portkey is like the label, whatever the frick that means. Okay, well, if Avalanche developed it, let's take a look and see what are the most recent Avalanche games. Uh, Cars 3, Disney Infinity 3.0, 2.0, Disney Infinity, Cars 2, Toy Story 3, Bolt, Hannah Montana, Meet the Robinsons, Chicken Little. Not looking good, chat. Not looking good. LOL bad games. <laughs> yeah. This is uh this isn't looking good. A funky frosty pop feature debuts in the spring. That's not something I want to play. You're arguing a point that I'm not disputing, it's just leave it at that. Oh, you guys are still debating some stuff? Hey here's what's in your order. Hey, we got a tumbler going out to somebody. Tumbler? To somebody, we've got coffee orders. If you're doing them, we or you can wait. There, they were all the ones that came in after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got some. Did Zubair respond? Zubair, Zubair, are you here? That guy's username is pre-authorized transaction for hundred and ten dollars from PayPal, and then they actually tipped five dollars. My main concern is the dev. They've never made a game this large. I'm concerned about a performance in the game overall. Like, do you go around tipping $5 with that username expecting me to, like, get really excited? Like, oh my gosh, somebody gave me $110. <laughs> I enjoy your stream, especially where you ignore all my comments. I enjoy when people come into streams with over 400 people and have that level of an ego that if I don't respond to you, I'm ignoring you. No, they're not making a joke. They're be- I think they're being serious. They said all the devs are Harry Potter nerds. They love the franchise. They work hard on these games. Look, look, look. I'm excited. I'm excited. I was excited. I still am excited. Just because I'm concerned doesn't mean I'm not excited. Are right, you ready, Mama? <laughs> Uh, it's going to be too light. Too light on that one. If you guys order Reforge Roast, if you order our coffee, which by the way, this is ours. This is our coffee, by the way. This is our holiday blend. We have a light and we have a dark. And um, my wife and kiddos bag it up and ship it to you. So if you order right now, we're literally, I'm literally printing the labels. You're getting expedited shipping. It's going to get shipped today. You got the too light one in there? Oh, stop. Oh, it's a USPS holiday. <laughs> it's it'll be yeah, it'll get dropped off and it'll get it'll get it'll get picked up right away. Alright, hang on, hang on. You got the two light one in there. Alright. And go! It's a DSP reference. Really? That was a meme? I didn't catch it. Child labor sag. Yeah. My kids love it. My kids love it. They enjoy doing it. So on top of being a service game, it'll just be a trash game in general? No, Hogwarts Legacy is not a service game. They've not indicated it's a live service game. Uh, let me see here. One Dark. One Dark. And there we go. Hey, I'm new here. I'm just curious if you already pre-order or you're waiting for the Feb 10th. I'm going to pre-order. 
I didn't do like collector's edition or anything like that, but I'll definitely pre-order so that way I can play and cover it on the launch day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys have never been here before, uh, I'm printing off coffee labels and coffee orders for people that were kind enough to order today. We were we were kind of saying, hey, help us round out our orders. It'll get there. What's the service game? Pre-order, you get it on February the 7th. That's right, if you pre-order, you can play it early. Yeah, that's another reason why I want to pre-order. That's not your birthday. I skipped that on buying Gotham Knights Day 1, picked it up a few months back. Oh, later they fully patched and 50% off. It's still a bad game in my opinion. I thought I thought it was bad no matter what. What are you concerned about? It's one of the highest pre-orders of the games on Steam. Do you think being a high pre-order game means it's going to run well? Is that what determines if a game runs well or not? Like, do you understand? Like, I, like I'm like i excited about the game. Most of my coverage on it has been positive. The only thing that was negative was I didn't like, I don't like the, uh, the pre-order benefits. I don't like one year, I'm sorry, not pre-order benefits. I don't like the one year of exclusivity for PlayStation, and I don't like the way they handled the Dark Arts Battle Arena, right? The, like the practice arena. I don't like any of that, okay? That was my only negative coverage about this game. So... The, to me, to me, expressing concern is, I think, attached to my excitement. It's like, I don't know, man. The, the, they stagger the release on old consoles, and now I'm seeing min-spec requirements that seem pretty stout. Now, I've had the PC guys tell me that the, the min-spec and high-end spec requirements are actually quite reasonable. It actually is a well-optimized game, according to them, Right? No more orders have come through, Mommy. You're good. Avalanche Software is the dev, uh, not Avalanche Studios. Just FYI. I mean, yeah, I looked up Avalanche Software on the wiki and listed all the games that they had worked on. Avalanche Software hasn't hasn't worked on any notable games. Mostly, like, kid movie games and stuff. Like, nothing nothing earth shattering you know but again that's not that's not a cause for alarm i'm not saying oh my gosh it's going to be bad i'm saying well all right let's see if this company can prove themselves one of the things i've been saying about hogwarts legacy gameplay is that i think it's going to surprise people i think it's going to be a a surprisingly deep rpg i don't think a lot of people thought that initially when they looked at it i actually think there's a lot to this game yeah, the Disney Infinity games, yeah. Those were okay. I wouldn't call them good. I have good news, Atomic Heart. It's going to be 60 FPS, dynamic 4K. Yeah, I saw those tweets. <laughs> they're, they're such liars, bro. 4K 60 in the open world. Sure, bud. Yeah. All these big, huge AAA studios haven't managed to figure out how to do dynamic 4K 60 FPS in open spaces, but they somehow figured it out for Atomic Heart. Right. <clears throat> what's he saying now? A game you're excited for continually drains your wallet? Wait, but what's he talking about? Eric... So is somebody saying they're excited about this game and he said that? Oh, he says, what is a service game? Yeah, but nobody said this is a service game. You know, 
just decided that I feel like I know what's going on. I feel like a couple of you guys, you guys hung out here just enough, just enough to get badges, and now you come in and try and kill the vibe and take shots at people. You're more than likely old school hate watchers from the old days. I can, I just, I can smell the stink on you. I know he asked what's a live service game, Wheezy, but the guy that answered him and the guy that invoked it has been has been just on a tear. This is a, there was a couple of guys recently doing that, and I just got a bad vibe from them. I was like, I feel like I know what you're doing. You hung out enough to get a badge, and now that they got a badge, they're way more active in chat, being really unkind to people and trying to disrupt chat and create negativity. They remind me of, like, the OG days of Q&A, where, like, dudes were constantly asking questions on the Q&A that they knew had been answered, and they did it to disrupt. I don't know. I just... It smells of old-school hate-watcher, like, disruption. Um... I don't know. My spidey sense started tingling the other day. I was like, I don't know about these guys. I was like, there's something off. There was two of them doing it, and it just felt really intentional. Confidence and odds is so gambling. What are you guys talking about? Confidence and gambling? What are the platforms you're streaming on? Oh, I am over on YouTube under Reforge Gaming. That sadly, sadly, I want to get the ability to use a stream key so that I can pay attention to both chats equally because I end up having a hard time doing that because I'm primarily looking at the YouTube chat because I have over 400 people hanging out on YouTube and it's hard to pay attention to both. Also, the, the, the talk camera is up here and I have to look up here to see chat and then everything else is like over to the side. Is it a bad time to bring up the chicken fingers? Zubair, we were calling for you earlier. My kiddos uh, were bagging up uh, coffee, and one of my kids said, Hey, Mom, did Zuby order coffee this time? Should I draw him a special picture? So they were they were making sure uh, in making the pictures for the coffee orders that you didn't get left out. Oh, we're talking about pre-ordering being the same as gambling. Oh, n- no, no. Would buying at day one be gambling? Wouldn't that mean buying at day one is gambling? Because the only your, your your definition of gambling basically means you have to wait before buying anything for reviews or it's gambling. So new product line hits Amazon, you don't wait for reviews, that's gambling. New movie hits, you don't wait for reviews, you go to the theater, that's gambling. Your definition of gambling is so loose, it might as well not even be that word. It might as well be something else did you see what i'm saying you can't redefine the word to suit your aims that's not what gambling is gambling implies a potential loss with nothing in return like when you put money in a slot machine there is the risk of getting literally nothing when you buy a scratch off there's the risk of getting literally nothing at the potential win of you know massive funds so buying a game when you don't necessarily know the quality of the game just yet whether you pre-order it buy it day one I, I don't think that that could be classified as gambling. That's stretching the definition beyond what it means. Words have a range of meaning, but I don't think gambling's range of meaning can encapsulate buying a product before properly waiting for reviews. Because that's subjective anyways. The reviews might not be... There's oftentimes reviews for movies comes out, and I'm like, I'm still going to see it, and then the audience gives it higher reviews than the critics. So even that isn't necessarily... A, a surefire way to know what you're getting into. How many movies and shows would people avoid if they only listened to the critics instead of their gut or instead of the audience? 
YouTube is perfect for streaming and other content such as reviews, but why uh, was YouTube sort of so hyped? It's not that much different uh, than talk. Also, long videos are better because there's an entire generation and an entire populace of people who will not watch long-form videos, David. Biggest reach since Halo, pre-orders gambling. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. You still get the product if you pre-order. You might not like it, but you haven't lost anything. Yeah, again, gambling would imply that you don't get anything. Like, pre-ordering being equal to gambling would be the game doesn't come out, and they just take your money and run. Well, then, yeah, that was a gamble. You lost. (laughs) You got nothing. Buying a video game uh, is not a game you are playing. It's a transaction. Right. You know, honestly, I watch a lot of reviewers, and all these reviewers seem mainly to have problems with these games on PC. YouTube's literally the biggest media platform in the history of the world, that's why. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you diversify into a funnel of, of content structure that people are enjoying? What's the worry with this game? So, I've outlined a handful of things that have caused me concerns for Hogwarts Legacy performance, and number one, the staggered release date of old gen, I find to be a concern. It could point to it not running well on the old systems. Uh, I've pointed to the min-spec requirements. I, I looked at the RAM on min-spec and was worried. Now, the PC guys have educated me, and they've looked at the minimum spec requirements all the way up to Ultra, and they say all signs point to a well-optimized game. However, all across the board, the memory requirements for Hogwarts Legacy on PC, I still find concerning for optimization on console. It seems like it's probably going to be well-optimized and run well on a PC where you can tweak things, but the concern would be they kicked old gen down the road because it's not going to run well, and that also could have struggles with performance mode on next-gen consoles. Some of the language about how it's going to run on next-gen consoles, I didn't find all that encouraging, like performance mode's going to target 60, fidelity mode's going to target 30. When you combine that with seeing that no matter what system configuration they come up with for PC, that it needs 16 gig of RAM or higher, I have a, I have a lot of concerns for how well it's going to run, specifically on the Series S. Series S only has 8 gig of RAM, and old-gen systems are significantly weaker. So, what's it like, 32? Min to recommended specs is 16. Ultra specs and up is 32. Uh, so, it's pretty it's pretty heavy. It's pretty stout when compared to the Series S and down. Like, the Series X and the PS5 are close enough to that that I'm not that concerned. I still am a little bit because it's like, well, if they had to optimize it too much or strip too much out for the Series S or old gen, how much of that's going to affect what I get to play on the PS5? I don't know. Did the developers have specific teams for each generation of console? Did they have people essentially stripping things down and optimizing for PS5 and Series X and then another team helping to optimize for the Series S uh, and down? Because there's just to me there's a big difference between having you know 8 gig of ram and almost double like that's going to be an issue i think and i just don't know if to me it feels like a pr stunt and that's concerning if you're willing to kick the game version down the road because you know it's not going to be received well it just reminds me of cyberpunk so i'm i'm smelling I'm smelling and seeing signs of concern. I'm like, I don't know. Because I am very, I, I would say I was I was very and am still excited for this game. But then I started looking at all these details and started thinking, this could all point to problems, right? The next-gen consoles fall into the recommended high. Right, recommended high is 1080-60. Right, 
right Paul they roughly fall into that performance threshold for sure and that's I don't know do I want to play a 1080 60 game <laughs> on my PS5 I, I don't know I don't know if I want to play a, a 1080 60 game on my PS5 not for very long We've had plenty of people on YouTube stop in and enjoy the show and enjoy the content. Do me a favor and smash like. We need 50 more likes over here to hit a nice like milestone. That helps more people find the video. Uh, Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And we appreciate you guys enjoying the content. You might have seen one of my shorts. You might have had this video recommended to you. Uh, A lot of people are, are finding this through the various funnels that are out there. There's no statements about 4K, no. I mean, there's there's PC requirements for 4K. There's PC requirements for 4K because you're you're gonna need a monster of a system. Uh, I can show you over there in the corner. You can see there. Uh, there, that's if you want ultra 4K specs, that's the kind of PC rig uh, that you're gonna need to run that. Which is to be expected. That's not alarming at all. Like I I don't look at that and say. Oh my gosh! I can't believe that's that's the expectation. I don't I don't look at that and think that at all. Um, that's that to me is that's pretty standard fare for going up that high. Um, oh, you're watching on talk and you can't see what I just did. I have the minimum low specs up to Ultra 4K. Ultra 4K is 32 gig of RAM, a, a, a GeForce 3090 or a Radeon 7900. Uh, and then that's going to get you 21-60-60 FPS. So that's the commentary uh, surrounding uh, whether or not you're going to get um, whether or not you can get the full, the, the Ultra or the 4K. What does Ragnarok run at? Because I feel like that game would take more RAM and it looks beautiful. One of the things that Ragnarok is, is, is probably getting away with that a game like Hogwarts isn't is I don't think the areas that a lot of the areas that you were in in Ragnarok, they did a good job kind of containing them. Uh, there were some pretty big areas. There were. But Hogwarts, especially once you're out in the open and flying, uh, the visible distance is pretty far. And there was... I feel like they were pretty smart with that in Ragnarok. They did a good job of making areas feel massive in size and scope, but they didn't have massive draw distance. Does that make sense? Like... I could see far, and there were big areas in Ragnarok, but nothing like I've seen in some of the Hogwarts Legacy gameplay footage. Like, some of that stuff is... You see pretty far. Um, And there's trickery and things you can do with skyboxes and things like that. But in general, I, I do think that is one of the things that's probably being a challenge in Hogwarts Legacy is the size of the areas, the size of the open world... Um, those are those are all things I think that can pose a problem. Uh, that was something that they did with Fortnite on the old systems. They wanted to optimize so that everybody could get 60 FPS, and they did that. And in so doing, uh, they had to limit draw distance and render distance and stuff, and they pulled it off. Lono, even Horizon Forbidden West runs well on the PS4, and you can see very far. Well, but Doom, that's a little bit of a cherry pick. That's not a cross-platform game. That's also a game built on an engine and assets that very much play well with the Sony ecosystem and the Sony hardware. Like, I don't know. I, that's not a, that's not a, that's not giving me a tons of confidence in Hogwarts. Like, I think Hogwarts 
I'm I I think Hogwarts will probably be fine. I just saw a couple of things that set off alarm bells in my head. Like I'm trying not to be the cynic and the negative Nancy, but we had a couple of games recently that I was looking forward to that just didn't run very well and it was really disappointing I was like I really don't feel like going through that again the first big game of the year after Forspoken which I'm not that interested in Forspoken I'll probably play it for like an afternoon just to showcase it at release but after Forspoken Hogwarts is the first big game release of the year it's arguably it's arguably the biggest released after only Diablo 4 Right? People be like, what about Starfield? I don't know, man. Harry Potter is pretty dadgum big. Pretty dadgum big. And the that to me is like it's a lot of eyeballs. Right? That's a lot of importance. Mass Effect Andromeda did it for me. Gotta be skeptical nowadays. Yeah, exactly, Dank. A lot of people played Mass Effect Andromeda and they were like, oh man, a new Mass Effect. Oh my gosh. You know, Mass Effect Andromeda looked like it was going to be phenomenal. Now, I know people said, like, after some of the patches, it got a whole lot better. But, yeah, Jedi Survivor's a big player, too. That's right. We got big games coming out this year. You know, we got a Star Wars game. We got a Harry Potter game. We got a Diablo. Yeah, we got Starfield. We don't know when, though. Today's show in the morning was about Starfield. <laughs> and they updated the release date on uh, on Steam. What's it mean? What does it mean? Wait, aren't you this guy? Yeah, it's a bygone era, man. We've we've uh, we've we don't even cover the stuff we used to cover. We're in a new era, new brands, new channel, new community. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order game. Yeah, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Spider Man Two. Another big one. Another big one. Some heavy hitters. Some heavy hitters. Some big names. Andrew, you just keep saying sup. I'm not sure if you're having a problem or not. Oh, and Zelda. And Zelda. That's right. You think Denuvo will have an impact on performance of Hogwarts Legacy? <sighs> I mean, Denuvo typically does. Yeah. Is it confirmed that Denuvo is shipping with the console version or is it only going to ship with the PC version? Do we know? That'd be a question. I know it's not an equivalent comparison, says Doom. I'm just trying to give you a comparison. I'm saying it doesn't have much excuses to not run well. Oh, I mean, sure that, yeah, the console version would never use it. We covered that a lifetime ago where we said that, you know, if P- if Denuvo is available, Denuvo is available on, on PlayStation and people want it. Oh my gosh. You tube lurker dropping a 20 gifted member bomb on chat this is a reason to watch on youtube by the way if you if you don't care in which location you watch holy moly caleb illuminati mafia 809 lion hey i saw you hanging out with uh doc dark the other night i think you were the one that tweeted him when i reacted to his content good to see you get a membership big evil steve mccormick ep82 david dory uh on the next level Stuart, Gaines, Dustin, Irene, Ben, Mr. Boot, Baby Yoda, Mike DeCook, Sword Tower, New Fairy, Chris Lethal. There you go. Everybody getting it. What are we discussing? We are discussing Hogwarts Legacy and why I have some concerns about it. Oh no, that 20 is going to push us to 51. That means I have to do another 5. I have to do 5. Did I miss the Hogwarts combo? No, we're still talking about Hogwarts right now. It's a great day to be here. 
because we have people doing big gifted member bombs which means you get five from me every 25 i have to give five we're now at 51 so i've had to do that twice thank you so much we're trying to get 10 subscribers over here on the talk we need two more you get a little joystick badge and you get some emojis you can use if you become a member over on YouTube, you get access to all of our members-only content as well as our members-only Discord. Eric uh, Boynton, Costantinos, uh, Leonidas, and Rizal, and OG, it's Baby Jesus. Thank you so much. Welcome back. Oh, nice. I have no interest in Hogwarts. Looks interesting, though. Yeah, I I, I initially was a little bit skeptical about the... About the... the about it, right? I was I was a little bit I was a little bit skeptical about it, you know. And the more I looked at it, the more I thought, I don't know. This game looks like it's it's going to be good. It looks like there's a lot of depth to it, a lot of surprising depth to it. Um so, by the way, anybody that just got a gifted membership, okay? We do members content here all of the time, and you might not be familiar with that on YouTube. You might be like, I I just watch YouTube, man. I I don't do memberships. We do streams on Friday night with my wife. I do community game nights on Friday night sometimes. And this Friday night, I'll be playing with Hilly. We're doing a Star Wars Episode 2 watch party this weekend on Saturday. It's hilarious. It's kind of like Mystery Science Theater. You do need to be able to watch the movie on your own. And you do need to be a member here. Um, So consider becoming a member. If you've got a membership, get into our Discord. Our Discord server is members only. And it's a great way... Uh, is the wife bad? No, she's actually pretty good at video games. We just did a double header horror weekend. We played through until dawn. Um, it was it was awesome. It was awesome. She actually played better than me. I, I killed more people than she did. I was having a hard time a couple of times. Um, the Souls like Pinocchio game, yeah, Lies of P looks very very cool. Looks very very cool. Uh, how do you feel about multiplayer? I thought it was originally supposed to happen. We, I actually just did an episode with my man 30 and so gaming on YouTube uh, where we talked about this. We debated whether or not Hogwarts should be live service. And one of the subjects that came up was co-op. We we're like, this game seems so ripe for co-op. Oh my gosh, you're in a school. There's students around. Like, what's the deal? Why would you not let me play with other people? I really do wish there was at least co-op. Like, a companion could come with you or something and see your room of requirements and all your things that you've decorated I think would be awesome. Black Myth Wukong? No, that's not the that's not the Pinocchio game he was talking about over here on the talk. Black Myth Wukong officially got delayed to next year. Officially got delayed to next year. Um, what's the concern with Hogwarts just now entering? What's good midlife crisis? So, I, I have concerns about Hogwarts Legacy. Now, the PC guys in my community looked at the PC spec requirements and and put some of my concerns at a lower level because apparently it's looking like a well-optimized game on PC. But the fact that they delayed old gen by 2 months and the switch into the in, into the June like summer time, I'm concerned that the game's going to run poorly. It's a concern that I have. I was looking at min specs on PC. I saw 16 gig of RAM. Even if you look at the specs and you're like, oh, this game is well optimized for PC, it still requires a lot of memory. A, like a lot of memory, no matter what level you try to play with it on your PC. So that gives me concerns about performance on console because the consoles have less available RAM and the Series S has way less available RAM when compared uh, to that. Um, delayed or announced. There was an official short video IGN debuted at Blackmyth Wukong basically saying, yeah, we're not coming out till next year. 
Weezy says, I can't comment on last gen. I have no input on that. Yeah, Weezy and the other PC guys, all they really established was it looks on the surface like it's well-optimized for PC. But we have no idea what that means for PS5, Series X, Series S. We, have, we really have no idea what that means for the old-gen consoles. Are you concerned about next-gen running poorly? I Yeah, I actually am. I am. Like, I'm extremely concerned about old-gen. I'm a little bit concerned about current, like, current gen. I'm pretty concerned about the Series S as well with performance. The, the, the 16 gig memory, no matter what requirement, is a worry. It's a concern. It's like, wait a minute. No matter what configuration I look at on PC, 16 gigs the minimum. And then for anything above that is, you know, 32. So it's like, okay, how much do you get to turn off and shut off to get it to run well on, on consoles? How much memory does the operating system? What's available memory on PS5 and Series X? I forget what it is. I forget. They want to give Hogwarts Legacy the best performance on launch. That's why old gen's delayed. Oh, I agree with you. I 100% think the old gen delay is because they're trying to hide bad performance. I don't think, I think they're trying to hide a cyberpunk situation. I 100% think that. Game would have been perfect for multiplayer. What concerns? I just outlined them a second ago. I'll give you a quick recap. Uh, I don't mind repeating myself. That's just the nature of the live streams you're stumbling in. We've had really good traction today over here on the talk. I primarily stream on YouTube, so I appreciate seeing a great turnout and 6,000 likes. I hope you guys are enjoying it enough to come back day to day and watch and hang out. Um, Concerns about performance. If you look at the fact that they delayed old gen, if you look at the min-spec PC requirements, if you look at the language they have about performance mode... It doesn't bode a lot of confidence in how well it's going to perform on consoles. That that's that's the concern that I have. I'm not bashing the game. I'm actually very much looking forward to it. Uh, but concerns about performance. The RAM issue is easy, says a Myrtle Turtle. Just have Microsoft hit up Nintendo so they can ask how they got the extra four mega RAM working on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> Yo, my man Cisco is going to take the daily member count a little bit higher, up to 56. This guy just gifted five members to the community. Thank you so much for doing that. Firk Malurf got one. Tyler got one. Andrew McCormack, uh, Prash- Prashanth. Uh, and Sam Thompson, you guys all got gifted members. Welcome on into Reforge Gaming. Appreciate you hanging out and watching. Um, just performance concerns? Yes. Primarily performance concerns, yes. It's crunch, and it's not as optimized as it should be for consoles. That's the con- that's what, yeah, that would be a concern. Yeah, that they're crunching and not gonna be ready and gonna struggle or whatever. We're having a bit of another viewer bump. Thanks, everybody, for being here, becoming members, and subscribing. If you haven't hit subscribe yet on YouTube, do that so you can talk in my chat. And do me a favor. Smash that like button. It helps other people find the video, and all it is is a thumbs up. doesn't cost you anything. And if you're over here on the talk, a very steady viewership today. It's awesome to see. Um, we do a daily talk show, like well, multiple daily talk shows. I'm actually curious if if there's lots of people out there looking for shows like this. Like we do it every day on YouTube. We're starting to do it every day over here. So I'm genuinely curious to see if people are like, "This is cool, man!" A daily video game podcast. Like, I'm I'm safe for work, so we're, we're excited to see you guys here. We cover things like Diablo. We uh, covered Starfield this morning. We had a separate show about that. I took a lunch break and hung out with the members, uh, the people that are like the the paying members on YouTube. Uh, did that. What other channel are you streaming to? Over on the talk. I don't like saying the platform name. YouTube doesn't like that platform name. Uh, no idea how to turn off the option to accept gifted. Oh, to turn it on? 
you click the join button and then there should be three dots up at the top that lets you go into your member gifting options it should or just click on the boxes at the top of the chat and it should say allow you know allow gifts you might need to do it on a pc though Performance, dynamic resolution between 1440, uh, 2160, target 60. Oh, I know that language is commonly used. I know. Oh, I know. I know. Saying that they target, for sure. For sure, Paul. But they also had it typed up wrong. (laughs) They also had it typed up wrong, Paul. It said, runs at 30 FPS in fidelity and target 60 for performance and they changed it <laughs> can someone link the talk channel to me I can't find it um, oh if you're looking on I'll type it in the chat There, that's the name of the platform I hate saying the name of that platform YouTube does not like the name of that platform if you're looking for me on any of the other platforms Instagram, Twitter, the talk uh, T-O-K just look for Reforge TV I'm Reforge TV everywhere else. On YouTube, we've got multiple channels. We've got Reforge Gaming, Reforge Dungeon, Reforge Rundown, you know, but this is the main hub. Reforge Gaming is the main hub you want to hang out on for daily live stream discussions like this. I don't think that there's any good reason to worry about the current generation consoles. Last gen consoles may be a tough sell. D&D? No, I don't really get down with D&D. I think to get into D&D, you need like a circle of friends to pull you into it, or it's it's tough to get into it. Corey, yeah, if you stay, if you stated in like stages, my highest level of worry is for old gen. Like anybody buying Hogwarts Legacy on PS4 or the Xbox One, I'm like, man, I don't know. I would hold off. I would hold off and wait. I just don't know. I I've I can't confidently say that it, it it's a good idea. <laughs> and then when I look at, you know, current gen, I'm like, it'll probably be perfectly fine on the PS5 and the Series X. They'll tone some stuff down. We may get some frame drops in the big open world spaces if there's too much on screen, maybe. But then I look at the Series S and I'm like, I don't know. This you keep saying the talk. It's the talk. The tick channel, the, the 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 platform, like a clock makes a sound, right? It goes tick, and it goes talk, but I don't like saying the name of that platform because YouTube doesn't like when you do that. We, we there was a time where we were promoting that platform and being over there, and we had really weird things happen on YouTube. So, I have a Series S. Don't say that. I will cry. Listen, listen. I'm not bashing the Series S, but if you look at any of the performance breakdowns of what most of the most recent games are hitting on Series S, it's a little concerning. It's a little concerning. Like, I don't think that thing's going to be able to keep up. I just don't think it's going to be able to keep up. Call it Tiki Talkie. Yeah, the Tiki Talkie platform. I've been driving for five years now, but I got right into hauling heavy loaded steel for the first year. Oh, nice. I know somebody that just got into hauling steel. I know somebody. Not calling you out or bashing. Uh, I'm saying I'm a Harry Potter fan and it would hurt me. No, no. I know it would. I know it would. So, like, when I express concerns about the Series S, this is something a lot of people miss. 
I'm usually concerned for the people that bought it. Like, it's, I don't care for me. Like, I got a Series X. I've had great experiences with my Series X. But I'm like, man, a lot of people bought that Series S. And uh, I feel like they're going to be a little irritated if they start buying games that just, it starts to become obvious. Like, they just don't run very well. I'm about to see you. Thanks for hanging out today, Jake. I appreciate that. Keep telling you, Reforge, go buy a Series S and put all your concerns to bed. Why would I do that? I can watch Digital Foundry videos, and I know that I would never play video games at that performance threshold, my friend. I would never do that. Right? YouTube's been changing things to cause people to get... Yeah, yeah. I don't swear and curse and, and do anything that's ever gotten me at risk for that, but... They definitely are listening, and if you say certain words, they get a little, their hackles get raised. Like, I don't need to go buy a Series S to put my concerns to bed. I can, I can literally watch videos and be like, that that's garbage performance. Elden Ring ran better on the Siri, better on the Series S than the bigger consoles and PC at launch. That's not true. No, they turn, they, they, they that is simply not true. No. The, the, the frame hitching and frame pacing issues are endemic to from software games in the engine. That's simply false. And what, oh, you got one game? I, I can list 10 other games that run like dog water on that system compared to other games. Go look at the, the Digital Foundry breakdown of like what remains of Edith Finch or I don't know, any of the games running Dynamic 1080. That's all I need to know, bro. Like, I don't want to play games at Dynamic 1080 that struggle to hit 60, some games struggling to maintain 30 on my really nice television that I have. True, there was no stuttering, nothing. No, that's false. That's not true. Nope. I looked at all the tech breakdowns when Elden Ring came out. The stuttering and the frame pacing issues were literally everywhere. It was on PC. It was on all the consoles. What, you think that the Series S was some some magic trick system amidst all those problems? It, it had frame pacing issues and stuttering issues on PC, PS5, the, even the PS4 version, it happened very infrequently, but it happened sometimes. And it happened on the Xbox Series X. But what, the, the Series S somehow glided underneath that? Get out of here. It was, it was, it's endemic to the From Software engine, bro. Like, like the, the stuttering issue, the, piece, the, the, the frame timing issue to From Software games is not something that was like unique to the all of the non-Series S consoles. Never had a problem with the Series S? I don't need you to be aware of the problems. VRR didn't help anything. VRR just simply hides the issues. If you understand the technology between variable refresh rates, it's just hiding it. It's still happening. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it isn't happening. Just because it glosses over it doesn't mean it isn't happening. Like, we've had this discussion before. All of the tech breakdowns of Elden Ring, that was an endemic problem to the game. It wasn't something that the Series S was immune to. That simply isn't true. That has nothing to do with the discussion anyway. I don't believe them. I played the game day one. I didn't have any stuttering issues. I watched Fighting Cowboy struggling with stuttering issues. It was nothing like that. That's anecdotal. We don't come to conclusions off of anecdotal information. There were actual technical breakdowns. They are facts. Their facts matter way more than your experience. Just, like, just because you... 
just because you didn't see the stutters doesn't mean they weren't there it's ludicrous like they, they all of the tech breakdown websites run these games through benchmark tests and can see the stutters and measure them and record them the, the, we're talking about a scientific thing here it's not they're not like sitting there with their glasses held real still and they're like saw one I saw one like it's 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 a mathematical thing it's 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 a tried and true test of a game's performance I don't your anecdotal experience doesn't matter so what's the problem if you can't see it after VRR oh my gosh what matters is you can't state that it didn't have the problems it did and if you had a VRR monitor and you turned on variable refresh rate, it was harder to detect. When I watched Fighting Cowboy playing it with stuttering, it was really noticeable, like constantly pausing the game. You've made an absolutely dizzy and compelling argument that the Series S is totally fine and I should go buy one. Because you watched Fighting Cowboy have stuttering in Elden Ring. That's a compelling argument. I have been compelled. It doesn't matter how many other Digital Foundry videos you can watch, how many videos you can watch, making it very clear that the Series S performs poorly in comparison to the PlayStation 5 and the Series X. A guy in my chat watched Fighting Cowboy. That's all I need, man. I'm I'm sold. I'm going to go buy it now. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, our chat peeps throwing a tantrum. Well, I'm being told... What are we talking about here? You sent us down this rabbit hole. You told me, go buy a Series S to put all my concerns to bed. And I said, I can watch any of the Digital Foundry breakdowns and say, hey, I can see the poor performance. I don't need to go buy the system myself. And you said, I didn't have any problems with Elden Ring. I found you for your page doing the Lord's work. Hey, Goddess Omega, good to see you performed poorly that's a little hyperbolic it does pretty well not com- it's it's a matter of comparison winder it's a matter of comparison when i see games like pulling 60 fps you know 1440 and then i go to the series s and it's running dynamic 1080 which is an old gen resolution and it's not even maintaining 1080 that means it's dynamic so it's going below 1080 to maintain 60 and the tech breakdowns show it not even maintaining 60 or in some cases the one was dynamic 1080 just to maintain 30 with uh, evil west one of the recent games that comes out all i have to do is watch that video and say comparatively that's poor performance like i don't want to why would i want to go buy that what i don't want to go buy that system i i i have i have a system now that, that that runs everything just fine why would i do that what the game's not out yet we're not talking about hogwarts we're talking about performance concerns for hogwarts and if you look at the min spec requirements for hogwarts on pc i think it stands to reason if you look at all the technical analysis of games running on the series s up to this point yeah i think you have perfectly good reason to be concerned about the performance of hogwarts legacy on an xbox series s I hear a lot of people saying different games have all these bad performances, yet I never see it on my Series S. Listen, there is no disrespect intended here, but I'm dead serious when I say this. Some people can't see it. That's not a slam. Like, I don't think some people can see it. It could be that your TV is smaller. 
older. Maybe you sit really far away from it. Maybe you really don't play lots of games at 60 FPS. You're like, I don't get what everybody's talking about. This looks like all the games I've always ever played. They look great, right? You spend about a month playing a bunch of 60 FPS games on a really nice monitor or a really nice TV and you start playing a game at dynamic 1080 at 30 FPS and you're going to go, ugh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I go look at these tech analysis I'm like, oh my gosh, it, run, it runs really, really poorly in comparison. I mean, I wouldn't replace an X with an S, but it's significantly cheaper. And that's the thing, like, I, this is what I think happens every time this subject comes up. It doesn't matter if we're talking about Hogwarts Legacy or Starfield or Redfall, right? People bought the Series S because it was affordable. We were in the middle of an economic situation that probably drove a lot of people to the more affordable option. And they start to hear it doesn't perform as well. And they feel like they have to defend it. You don't have to defend it. You don't. You can be happy with your purchase in spite of the facts. You can be happy with your purchase in spite of the facts. The facts are, it's a weaker system. The facts are, any tech breakdown shows it runs poorly in comparison to the other two systems. It's going to, it's going to struggle with the newer games. It simply is. We, we already are seeing the floor of memory go up, and that's its main bottleneck. Like, we're already seeing the floor of memory go up. Hogwarts Legacy's floor of memory is is higher than games just a couple of years ago coming out for PC. And Hogwarts Legacy doesn't even look like that graphically of a demanding game. It doesn't. It just doesn't even look that, it doesn't even look that demanding. So, if the floor of memory requirement is already going up, what do you think is going to happen to the Series S in two or three years? It, it has half of the memory of the, of the Xbox Series X. Half. Like, I'm not slamming your console of choice. I'm saying, bro, I I think this is going to be a problem. This is coming uh, from a point of privilege to afford something more. No, I'm not coming from a place of privilege. It's just basic tech analysis. I literally said, like, I can empathize and sympathize with people that in an economic situation bought the cheaper console. I am not trying, like, I literally said I'm not trying to slam that console of choice. How insecure are you that when someone speaks in just basic, fact-laden language, you say I'm coming from a place of privilege? Like, are you that insecure? Like, what are you talking about? I I 100% sympathize and empathize with people who are like, bro, I, I just want a new system, and this one's way cheaper. I'm, I'm getting this one. Like, I totally get that choice. But that doesn't mean that the facts aren't the facts that you could in two years be at one level being like, man, this thing's just not doing what I hoped it would do. It's just a concern. It's not a slam. What you're saying, Lona, makes complete sense. People are just sour. As an owner of an Xbox S, it's my least favorite um, from having a 360 uh, and a 1 and an S. I'd get an X, not an S, as Goddess Omega. Yeah, like even the people, even the people that have bought an S, some of them have said, I, "Man, I don't know. I I, I, I want to upgrade." I've noticed. That. I've had people say that. They're like, "I've noticed, man. I've I've noticed I, a couple of these games that just don't seem to be running as well as I was hoping." And I think that that's that's fair. My boss offered me to sell his Series S since he got an X. I passed. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not at all slamming people's inability to buy the more expensive rig or system. Can we get ten more likes on the vid. 
It helps the video find more folks if you're enjoying the show. You say you're worried about old-gen consoles, but wouldn't be more worrying if they optimize for previous-gen. Well, I mean... Obviously, Dylan... When I Okay, so when I look at this, and I look at minimum to low specs, 720-30, and they've got like really weak video cards listed within the 16 gig of RAM, I just wonder just how much are they going to have to shut off to get it to run on a PlayStation 4? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thought. It's like, how much are you going to have to turn down? 720-30? Like, you're going to have to turn down more because those old systems aren't going to have enough memory. They're not. You eat this. I don't. I don't play the drive-by poll question thing. Engage in the conversation we're having, or don't. Yeah, it'll be like Cyberpunk. Exactly. I owned my Series S for about three months before I upgraded. It's not some hate train on Lono's part. It's lacking uh, in comparison. Yes, it, it, in in comparison, it's just it's lacking. And and again, if I'm you. I wouldn't hear what I'm saying is like hate. I'd be like, I, I'm not kidding you. I'd be looking. I'd be looking into upgrading. I would. I'd be looking into upgrading. I'd be setting my pennies aside. I'd be budgeting. I, if you if you're having to be frugal right now, if times are tough, I totally get that. No shame in that. Everybody goes through those spots in life. You know, I'd start setting those pennies aside, man. I'd start looking into can I trade this in anywhere. That, if you're happy, then you do what you do, you boo boo. But like, if you're starting to notice the things that I'm talking about, then you're yeah, go ahead, consider upgrading. I think people need to remember when we say the S is lacking in specs, it's not a personal attack; it's stating facts. Don't take it personally, right? Like, if you put together a PC and I put together a PC, and my PC had half the memory of yours, there'd be nothing wrong with saying, yeah, you're. Your system's going to be weaker. It's going to have a harder time doing some of these things, especially when recommended Ultra is 32 gig. You know, it's that's that's fair to say. I wouldn't be like, how dare you say that about my PC? Like, yeah, mine is weaker. (laughs) You know, is there any exclusivity on Hogwarts? There is. There's a one year exclusivity on the PlayStation platform. You get into a quest line. You get the luck potion. The, the, the actual quest line I believe leads to the luck potion recipe and a shop that apparently is like one of the best shops in the game it's a one year exclusivity deal with Sony I was actually critical of that many, many people say I'm like super super pro Sony I was critical of that I don't like that kind of exclusivity I wish everybody could get the same game everywhere um, I had a guy slam me for that recently when I said that I wished Hellblade wasn't exclusive to one platform yeah, because I love that title and want everybody to be able to play it. Like, that's not the same as, like, first-party titles that are endemic to a platform. Hellblade was everywhere at one point, and now it's going to be on one platform. So, actually, wait, is that even true? Regardless of where Hellblade 1 is, I just wanted Hellblade 2 to be everywhere. I want the same version of Hogwarts to be everywhere, you know? I just, to me, I don't like games getting sliced up. I've never been a fan of that. I was planning on getting on my PS5 because of the the controller features, but, you know, now I'm going to get extras, you know, 
and I don't like that. Love your shirt, bro. Hey, if you like my shirt, we are partnered. You guys over here on YouTube can see like the full thing. Uh, we are partnered with 80s Tees. If you ever go to 80stees.com and get any of their shirts, this comes from their Transformers collection. Use code LONO. Uh, use code LONO. That'll give you 30% off. And that supports me. And that discount is nice. Because these are actual licensed shirts. So they ain't cheap. Yep, I feel the same way. Like how Avengers did Spider-Man. I hate that type of exclusivity. Yeah, as much as I've praised Sony recently. And I like a lot of their games. I can't stand that kind of exclusivity. I'm never going to defend stuff like that if I don't like it. It will be Lono in a year. <laughs> That's right, 30. Well, give it a year. Yeah. Hellblade was multi-plat. Sony even helped in the development. Okay, so Hellblade was multi-plat. See, yeah, I don't like that. People are like, well, so was Final Fantasy. Okay. Like, if I was a big Final Fantasy fan, I'd probably be saying the same thing. I would be saying, I wish Final Fantasy was everywhere so everybody could enjoy it. I've not really played many Final Fantasy games. Hellblade is like a super important game to me. It's like one of my all-time favorite games. Like, at a spiritual and psychological level, that game means a lot to me, and I would love for it to be everywhere. Yeah, there's a difference between third-party exclusivity and first-party exclusivity. And Hellblade doesn't really feel like first-party exclusivity. Like, you bought the game mid-development or after it was announced. That's not the same. That's not the same as, like, Halo. Like, that's not the same as God of War. Like, those are first-party exclusives. Not games that were, like, mid-gen that you went and bought. You think Hellblade will land on PS5 a year later? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I do wonder if Microsoft's strategy is going to shift and change. I do wonder that sometimes. Like, are, are we going to start seeing... Are we going to start seeing that? Are we going to start seeing games where they say, Hey, let's just put our games everywhere. It just isn't worth it. It's not worth it having on, on, on one platform. Like, I don't know. It's a great way to bolster Game Pass, make your platform and ecosystem look really awesome, and then a year later sell it somewhere else and make money off of it. Especially when you sell it on a platform that's got good saturation and a and a market of people that buy games. You know what I'm saying? Like Sony Sony sales are healthy and their ecosystem is good. And I don't like their UI, but their their sales numbers are always very good. I was thinking of pre-ordering Hogwarts Legacy, but what concerns do you have? I just got in here. Mainly concerns about performance. I wouldn't I wouldn't encourage you to pre-order it for old gen consoles. If you're gonna get it on the PS5 or the Series X, or you have a pretty good PC, I think you'll be okay. I would definitely check the minimum specs on their website if you're going to get it for PC. Um, If you're going to play it on the Series S, or the old-gen consoles, I would maybe wait and just look for reviews and see how well it runs. If you're going to get it on PS5, you're probably fine. You're probably fine. Sony devs more than likely helped with some of the haptic feedback stuff that they designed, so it's it's probably going to be built well for the PS5 system, but... I, I have lingering concerns about performance for even the PS5. Um, they're not as strong as my concerns for the other systems. I'm just basing it off of min specs and um, some of the recent games that just came out that were not optimized all that well. You know. Uh, you ain't lying. We're contracted out to the largest fertilizer manufacturer in the world. It's been a rough year for us as well. If your gas and sulfur and fertilizer production has been down. Yeah, man. A lot of industries got a lot of industries have been hit recently. Are you doing coverage on the Microsoft Direct later this month? Yes. You will be able to watch the Xbox showcase with me on the twenty fifth at three PM. Yep. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to watch that. 
you won't be able to unless I get the ability to do restream with the stream key over on over on over on the Tiki Talk. You're gonna have to watch on YouTube for that kind of stuff. I can't show you my screen over here. Um, I've been tempted to use the you can stream horizontal gaming, and I could like do that and open up the YouTube stream. I think that's a stupid idea, though. I don't think we would do that. I just I want to get the stream key because then I could stream in both places. I could have a unified chat. I wouldn't miss anybody's messages. So, we hit 10,000 likes over here today on the talk. Thank you guys so, so much. Series S is going to run at 240 FPS, 4K. That's right. What are the chances last gen gets canceled? I think it was Cliff. Cliff was in here earlier saying that. I'm like, bro, there's no way. There's no way. There's so many people that ordered. The PS4? I mean, oh my gosh. There's so many PS4s in circulation. I thought God of War looked good on PS5. Oh, it looked really good on PS5. Yeah, playing Ragnarok now. Yeah, we. I had a Ragnarok video kind of go crazy over here on the on the TikTok platform, and it was because everybody misunderstood me. They will not cancel last gen. They'll pull a Gotham Knight and save face. I don't know. Chance of canceling is low. They're aiming for a Switch release. Yeah, it'd be a nightmare in terms of logistics. Yeah, because when, when, you gotta remember, when Gotham Knights dropped last gen, it was when they opened up pre-orders. So you see what they did? Like, there's close to like 120 million PlayStation 4s in circulation, so how many pre-orders are you talking there canceling? That's a lot of freaking pre-orders. So, when they canceled old gen, or uh, quote-unquote, when they dropped old gen for Gotham Knights, it was when they announced pre-orders. There's no way they would do that this time. They've, they've already got a ton of pre-orders. I, I can't see it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can't see that. I cannot see that being a thing. Looks like Callisto went and launched. It ran fine on the PS5, but crap everywhere else. Callisto didn't run fine on my PlayStation 5. Mm-mm. No, it did not run well there. I didn't get good performance out of that game. That game ran poorly everywhere. Definitely getting the Dead Space remake. I've gotten a lot of flag for my Dead Space remake short as well. That's one where I, I don't think it looks like a $70 next-gen remake. I think it looks amazing when you compare it to the original, but if you actually start comparing it to $70 next-gen only games, I, I don't think it holds up. It looks more like a remaster. I'm not slamming it, by the way. I'm not, like, saying it's just a remaster. I'm saying when you compare it to the original, it looks incredible. But if you actually compare it to other $70 next-gen-only games, it doesn't look so incredible. I don't think they should have charged 70 and I don't think it should be next-gen-only. It doesn't look to me like it's at that threshold. More and more people are coming over to my side. I've gotten so much hate on that short, but it's like, I, I'm just saying what I'm seeing. Like, I'm looking at a game that doesn't look that impressive. Even the Alan Wake remaster looks rough. I've not paid much attention to that one. Do you think Hogwarts is going to be good and live up to the hype? I think my predictions about Hogwarts Legacy have pretty much centered around the fact that I think it will surprise people. I think it's going to have a a, a surprising amount of depth. Uh, a surprising amount of depth. And because of that, because of that, I... 
I, I do think it's got longevity potential, whether that's through, you know, DLCs and sequels and things like that. Especially when you start looking at the room of requirements and all the things you can invest in. I do, I think a lot of people are going to treat this like a, a long-standing sim, like a sim game and an RPG game, kind of, you know what I mean? I'm not about remakes being $70, Last of Us Part 1, for example. Okay, but The Last of Us Part 1 is a good example of a game that actually delivered next-gen performance. Like, if you get that game and play that game and look at the tech analysis and look at the graphical analysis, it's delivering something that's at a next-gen caliber. That's one of the reasons why when I look at Dead Space, I'm like, no, you guys didn't do as much work as they did with The Last of Us. I'm not seeing a big enough jump here, right? I, there's a massive jump. But it's kind of unfair because, like, Dead Space 1 is so dadgum old. Like, just basic modern amenities makes the game look 10 times better. So, it's, I don't know, it's a different goalpost, right? They, 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 they seemingly moved way farther. But at the same time, I don't feel like they got as far down the field. Like, let, let me make a football analogy. Yes, a sports ball analogy. I feel like Dead Space Remake was almost safety way back here and when they remake it they made it to the 50 yard line right so the how far they went seems super impressive 50 yards i think the last of us part one didn't have as far to go but they took the ball further does that make sense like they got the ball further down the remake the remake field but they didn't have as far to go. The difference between the original Last of Us and the Last of Us remake, they're closer together than the Dead Space original and the Dead Space remake. Does that make sense? The Chasm. No, I, st- I do not cover that game anymore. I've been, I've been doing variety gaming coverage for almost two years now. It sounds like you're saying Dead Space was like, oh, this is fine compared to what it was because it's old. I don't know if they were complacent. I don't want to make it sound like they were lazy or complacent. I'm just saying, improving on a game that old, it's automatically going to look like light years better because it's just so much older. You know, sports analogy, stick to food. (laughs) Uh, Talking about Microsoft, bought Bethesda, any Doom games? Oh, you guys are talking about Doom. All good, my dude. Glad you're doing well, brother. You didn't deserve it. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. If you want to support me daily, you can do it here. You can you can catch up with me over at Reforge Gaming on YouTube. We've been doing a lot of rebuilding and restructuring, and things are going really well now. It took a long time. We're still not out of the woods. We're still we're still looking to see some big uh, big results this year, and we think we can we think we can do it. So I appreciate it. You think reviews for Forspoken will be harmful? It's the nefarious clam. Uh, it was old. Small improvements look like huge improvements. See, you're catching what I'm putting down. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not slamming Dead Space. I'm simply saying that the improvements are small. Like Small improvements will feel like tectonic improvements. You know? Uh, do you think these remakes are for the nostalgic groups, or do you think they're remaking them for the younger generation? I think primarily, that's an excellent question. We debated this the other day. I think primarily they're targeting the nostalgic group because they make up the largest portion of the buying audience. The average age of gamers is 25 and up. So that's the people that played the originals. You see what I'm saying? Like age demographics to me points to them targeting the nostalgic groups. And I agree. I didn't think the Forspoken demo was that good. I don't think Forspoken is going to get a lot of praise from the community. 
I think Forspoken's probably going to land in the seven and a half to eight range with the reviewing public, like the like the critics. I think it's going to land in the sixes and the sevens with the community. That's my prediction. I think you'll see sevens and eights from the review from the critics, and I think you're going to see like sixes and sevens from the community. I don't think the community is going to be coming out of their skin for it. I think people are going to be kind of eh about it. I think the the story and the voice actress, and I think the combat's going to be rough for folks to get into. Um, as someone who has played pretty much every Devil May Cry, even the crap ones, even multiple games similar, it's definitely not a day one buy for me. Right, and 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 you were you were saying that you actually thought the combat had a lot of depth, and you were kind of enjoying it as a Devil May Cry guy. I actually think that's a reason people are going to dislike it. I think people are, are going to come at it and be like, oh, it's an action-adventure game. Yay, I'm going to punchy-punch flip-flip, and this is going to be fun. No, it's actually pretty complex. And it I don't think it's intuitive or enjoyable because of that. So, Forspoken's different enough, I'll buy it. More AAA games need to take risks, but it will fail. I don't even know if they've taken risks. I, I would I would maybe just call it poor combat design like you're you're i i don't know i think your combat should be intuitive i i, I don't feel like that's a, a a heavy request i don't think so you know uh dead space was great but i'm not paying 70 dollars for a remake such a waste of money i got a lot of hate i have a short that did so well people kind of brigaded against it and like mass voted it and and they got it age restricted which that's that's it's a fair judgment from YouTube because it is it is pulled from a trailer that's age restricted, but people were like mass reporting it because they were so angry at me just saying like I don't think this looks next gen. I was like this doesn't look as good as Callisto. And people were like really take the L, bro. Callisto was so bad. I'm like Callisto was bad, but Callisto was graphically impressive. Like Callisto's graphics compared to the Dead Space remake, no contest. Callisto knocks that game around the room as far as graphical fidelity. And I'll agree with you. Callisto was not a great game. But that doesn't mean it wasn't graphically very impressive. You look at the mocap and the face cap and the and, and the lighting. Callisto's beautiful. It just is a bad game. <laughs> bad game. The risk is RPG in an action sandbox plus its budget. Yeah, I, uh, I think Dead Space has far better art direction. Art direction is not the same as execution, Wheeze. Right? If you look at the screenshots from Dead Space Remake, I'd probably agree with you. Art direction? Oh, that looks awesome. Execution? No. <laughs> it's rough. I think it's real rough. I'm telling you, that game's going to get mixed, mixed, mixed feedback, mixed results. I think a lot of people are going to be like, you called it, you called it again, you called it again, Lono, you you said it was going to have a dated feel, you said it was going to be clunky, you said there was low-res textures, nobody listened, everybody called you a hater. I I don't know. I think it's going to be very mixed results. Is Hogwarts multiplayer? No. We're kind of off topic, so if you're just tuning in, or there's, there's probably people leaving, because they're like, oh my gosh, I thought they were going to be talking about Hogwarts Legacy. We were uh, talking about my Hogwarts Legacy concerns. Uh, I can restate them for you if you want to recap. If you haven't clicked follow yet, please be sure to do that. Smash like. Consider becoming a subscriber over here on the Tiki Talk. We need two more people to click that star button and become a subscriber over here. It supports us directly. It helps us continue to do these streams. Consider becoming a member on YouTube. Listen, I know membership on YouTube is weird for some folks. They're like, why are YouTubers asking for money? 
I've been streaming, hanging out with you guys for over two hours, and I've not run a single advertisement. The reason I can do that is because we have members. We have people that are willing you know, to pay that and jump in. I know times are tough, so if you can't afford one, watch as often as you can. The more often you watch and hang out, the more likely you'll get a membership. We have very generous people here. We've already had gifted memberships today, totaling like 50-something. But very few people are jumping in as members on their own. We'd love to see more people getting committed it's five bucks. It's a whole month of members-only content. Uh, I do a lunch break every day and hang out with members. I do Friday night streams and hang out with members. So it's a good time. It's well worth it. And our Discord's also members-only as well. What do you think will be the best-looking game this year? Oh, the best-looking game this year will probably be Spider-Man 2. Graphics-wise, art direction, and performance-wise, I think Spider-Man 2 will be It'll, it'll crush in all those categories because they're leaving behind old gen. It's the first PlayStation 5. It's not the first, but it's like the hinge turn. Like Returnal and Ratchet and Clank, you got a taste. You're like, oh wow, games can look really impressive and do a lot of fun stuff when they leave behind old gen, right? Doesn't that mean that Horizon Forbidden West and Ragnarok were held back? No, because their dev cycle started before the PS5 dev kits were out. Stalker is not coming out this year. There's no way. I have zero confidence in that game coming out this year. They have too many con- they have too many problems. Jedi Survivor or Final Fantasy 16? Yeah, Final Fantasy 16 will be will be the other one at the top of the pile as far as graphics. Um, that Final Fantasy 16 looks amazing. It really, really does. Yeah, I would say between Spider-Man 2 and Final Fantasy 16. Jedi Survivor, I think, is going to look really good, but I don't think it's going to look as good as Final Fantasy 16 and Spider-Man. Now, Jedi Survivor left behind old gen, so it'll be a contender for sure, as far as graphical fidelity goes. So, yeah, I don't think Stalker, Stalker 2 is coming out. I think it's going to get bumped to next year. That's why they took Stalker 2 from the Game Pass. What do you mean they took it from Game Pass? They need to leave old gen behind. Xbox Series X and PS5 development only would be so good for us. I agree. I agree. I have no clue what's going to win game of the year. So many games. It's true. So many games. So many games this year. Big, big games coming. You got a Star Wars game, a Spider-Man game. You got a Final Fantasy game. You got a Harry Potter game. You got, you know, you got Diablo. I mean, there's so many. It's, It's a stacked, stacked year. Can't wait for Wolverine to drop whenever it's supposed to. I absolutely, I really, this is, this is something that I really hope they do. I hope they tie the Spider-Man universe, video game universe, to the Wolverine universe. Like, I hope they have, like, a post-credit scene where Wolverine bumps into Peter Parker and is like, watch it, bub. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's Logan! And then they just roll credits. I will, I will, I will love that. On a serious note, obviously, the day before, everyone knows the new upcoming MMO survival game, the day before, will be the best-looking game. Also, here's our new app. <laughs> I hate you for that. I hate you for that, Wheezy. <laughs> it's so true, though. So true, dude. That game is so freaking fake. That game is fake as fake gets. They already said they wouldn't. Wait, they've already said that they're not going to tie Spider-Man together with the Wolf- Wolverine game? They've confirmed no connected uni? Ah, That's disappointing. That's disappointing that is I am bummed to hear that I'm bummed to hear that
Um, creature, creature, should we send them anywhere? Or do we not want that with the we got with the dungeon and with the rundown? We don't have an upload today. It's weird to not send you guys somewhere at the end of the day. Like, hey, you know, we got other places you can support, other places you can you can show love. But I don't know if we want to do that right now. I we the we, have a, we had the Starfield the Starfield rundown hit, but that was this morning. No, F them. All right, <laughs> listen. Today was a stellar day. It's the best day I've ever had over here on the talk. The most consistent chat engagement, the most consistent likes and viewership I've ever had over here. I hope it. I hope that continues. I had fun hanging out and talking with you guys. I had fun talking with YouTube. You know, maybe we can finally get a stream key over there on the Tiki Talk, and I can start doing a restream so I can have a unified chat, and you can get a bigger picture of me, right? Because I'll be able to send you both both what I have in OBS. Thank you for all the members. 56. Thank you for all the coffee orders. Seriously. If you want to support the channel, reforgeroast.com. It's our coffee. If you've never tried coffee before with balanced acidity, give it a try. If you're a coffee drinker especially, you can support all my sponsors below in the description of my videos. Gamer Advantage Glasses. Use code LONO. 80s Teas. Use code LONO. These are great ways to support what I do and then you get a great product as a result. The best way to support is to make sure you're subscribed and make sure you're here every day when we're hanging out, right? I know sometimes you're like, well, I don't know if I like the topic or not. We have an amazing time every day regardless of the topic. We talked Starfield this morning. We talked Hogwarts this afternoon. This Friday night, Hilly and I are going to be playing together. My wife's going to be out of town, so Hilly's going to join me for Friday night. That's members only, so if evening streams are a good time for you, make sure your membership is active. Make sure you're in the Discord. And then on the weekend, Saturday night, we're going to be doing the Star Wars Watch Party. There's a lot going on, is the point. We have a lot going on. And if you don't want to miss out on any of it, get in our Discord, get a membership going, right? Five bucks a month covers you for the whole month, and you get to plug in and be a part of all the things that we're doing. If you're over on the TikTok, I you'd have to come over to, to, uh, to Reforge Gaming on YouTube to be a part of everything I'm talking about. But if that's... If that's not a thing you can do and you enjoy watching over here, we thank you very, very much for that. Consider clicking that star, becoming a subscriber over here. We got our site set on 10, and we have 8. So, looking pretty good already. Seriously. So, thanks for watching over here. Thanks for smashing that like button. Almost 11,000 likes over here. 300 likes over on YouTube. Thank you so much. Consider supporting our other channels as well. Those are all linked below on the main channel here on gaming. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another great day. Maybe I'll even see you in the Discord. That's another great reason to be in there. Sometimes I post videos in there just for members. So head over there if you don't have anywhere to hang out right now. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow for more great shows.